Yo, and welcome one and all to Timeless Gamer, where the games and gamers grow older, while the gaming experiences will forever remain timeless. Your gaming podcast show brought to you by the beautiful people of Pinoy Retro Gaming. And we are now live in Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. And for all of our archive videos of our previous episodes, you can still check them out by going to our YouTube channel, which is Timeless Gamer PRG, or just by going to our uh, Facebook page, Pinoy Retro Gaming PRG. Or if you don't want to watch us, that's fine. You can just listen to us talk. Uh, go to Audible, Amazon Music, Spotify, iTunes, Google, Apple Podcast, Samsung Podcast, Podcast Index, Listen Notes, Pandora, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Deezer, by searching in Timeless Gamer. We got it all for you. All right. And previously in Timeless Gamer, so we were able to discuss everything that we know about this thing called the Transformers and primarily about the G1 Transformers granted. More on the move, uh, the movie, the 1986 movie, uh, the the animated shows, the comic books, the toys that we have, some games that we played, and some of uh, Michael Bay's uh, the, you know table scraps. And <laughs> so, uh, as for uh, as for today's episode, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to talk about the Game Boy Advance games, and this. Uh, this particular episode has always been one of our uh, our topics that we always put on the back burner. But thankfully, we were able to uh, we were able to come up with a, a solid program, or at least somebody who can talk a little bit more about the Game Boy Advance, about its lore and history, and its uh, uh, rich variants, uh, releases of sorts. We welcome Serviraj. Welcome back to the show. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, it's, uh, it's an honor to be here. So uh, let's have some fun. Let's, let's talk about this thing. Let's do this. All right. And how about Sir Pao? Hi. Good evening to everyone from here in the Philippines and good day to the rest of the world. And once again, let's have some fun. Let's talk about what we need to talk about here. Everything that you need to know and more. All right. Thank you for that, Sir Pao. How about Anselin Porter? Hi everyone, welcome to the stream and the podcast. We are going to talk about the Game Boy Advance. Welcome everybody. And how about Honoka99 over there? Hey guys, what's up? I hope everyone is going to be enjoying this wonderful stream about Game Boy Advance games. I hope you guys enjoy the show. Alrighty, how about Sir JDM? Yes, one, two, three, go. One, Demarcus uh, from Cebu City, the Pinoy Autocon. <laughs> And I hope you enjoy this episode, guys. All right. Thank you for that, RJDM. And of course, the one leading the charge for this episode, our handheld meister. The one who likes holding something in his hand. <laughs> 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 All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Timeless Gamer Podcast. Uh, coming at you straight from New Jersey. The guy who absolutely loves holding stuff in his hands. That's me, the Banyang native, Joel Baklit. And uh, like Joe says, you can uh, you can watch us live here on uh, on Facebook, on Twitch, and on YouTube. And you can download our podcast and all the different platforms. You have no excuse to have your retro on the go. So back to you, Joe. All right. Thank you for that. Every single one of our panel for tonight and of course we we can we cannot even forget the backbone of the show the charatatat how are you all doing down there um miss honoka could you please uh, enumerate the members down there at the chat mm-hmm. well we have here um 
Tres Natad saying, hey, good evening, Kuya Tres from 3K. We have here Tito Jano, Iadjan Santos saying, sup, good evening, everyone. We have Dan Dice Gaming here saying, uh, one of the best Game Boy devices of all Game Boy Advance. Mm, completely agree, Dan. All right. Who else down there, Miss Enslin? <clears throat> so we have Tito Popoy, Jeff Sardalia, Jarkus Zajiban, Vernisco, mm, right. and... Romel Bencilio, Core Gundam Plays of PRG. Oh, I, I'd like to highlight the uh, the highlight, uh, the top, um, sorry, the comment here by Jarkus uh, Zajiban, who says, 3 by 3 looks a bit like the Brady Bunch intro. Yes! <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. For those of you who are not, <laughs> Brady Bunch was a sitcom, sitcom series, if I remember correctly, from back in, or was it the late 70s, if I remember correctly? I think it was the 70s. Uh, 70s, yeah. There was this lady. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> And if I and I could be wrong, but they also had a movie uh, most recently, a revival movie with with different actors. But you know, we're not gonna touch on that. We'll touch on the uh, we'll, t- we'll touch on all the different sitcoms from back in the 70s and 80s in a future episode if you guys ask for it. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, in the chats, make sure that you guys let your uh, opinions known. We will do our very best to reach out to you and find out what you guys have to say because that's what Timeless Gamer is all about. It's not just about us here in the panel; it's about you, the audience, as well. All right. All right, thank you for that, everyone. And um, a little bit of a, a little bit of an anecdote in regarding with the GBA. Mm-hmm. When the Game Boy Advance came out, it was what 2000, 2001. Yes. 2001. The Philippines, yes. the PlayStation One, PlayStation Two reigned supreme during this era. Yeah. To be honest, my, I have I didn't even realize there was a Game Boy Advance that mm-hmm. came out. All I know, it was still the Game Boy and the Game Boy Color. So all of the library for the Game Boy Advance, nothing. I mean, I, and then when I saw the uh, the gaming magazines, oh, there, there's a Game Boy Advance. I didn't know that, and it only came out so uh, right around college when it, uh, when emulation was a little bit uh, during its prototype years. I was able to dwell on it for a while, and when I was able to afford to buy a few, then I realized, oh my God, the Game Boy Advance games are so goddamn expensive to collect. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when even you now. Tail even now, even yeah. Sir Virat is laughing because it's true, guys. It's true. It's, it's true. true. It's true. So um, I will give it now to um, to to Sir Joel uh, to lead us uh, for this evening. But before that, gaming news, Sir Joel. Gaming news. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we start off this episode by touching on the gaming news that has been happening for the past week and uh, what's been happening in the gaming world today because it's not just about retro it's about what's happening right now as well so most recently uh we had a very quick stream on my kick.com channel about the sony playstation showcase uh i was lucky enough to have uh joe uh wanda marcos and ranji patak as special guests for that particular uh for that particular stream it was a well let's just say it was a very very exciting stream for a lot of people particularly my good friend over there Juan de Marcos of 123 Go Retro he one special feature of the Sony PlayStation uh showcase was JDM mention it yes uh there was a uh, like a teaser for the remake of Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake mm-hmm. 
but it's called Metal Gear Delta. Metal Gear Solid Delta. It looks yes, it looks like Metal Gear Solid Delta from the way that it is uh, being uh, being talked about. And uh, I the the excitement in Juan de Marcos's voice was palpable <laughs> when it popped up. Really, you, you could you could hear the tingles going up and down his spine when it happened. <laughs> and when actually when it showed up, I thought it was a different game. I thought it was Far Cry or a mm. new hunting game. Then. Um, snake just popped out, and the rest yeah. was history. <laughs> yeah, Juan de Marcos squealed like a little girl then. So, <laughs> <laughs> don't watch the replay. <laughs> well, yeah, Juan de Marcos is not advocating a rewatch. Of I want to see that again. <laughs> yes, but the thing is, lots of games got featured there, like Ghost Runner 2, uh, Immortals of uh, Avenium, if I remember correctly. I could be wrong on that one. A lot of new properties are being talked about in the PlayStation, Sony PlayStation Showcase of 2023. And it prompted uh, people like me who were not initially interested in in getting a PlayStation 5 to kind of consider it uh, for, for the future once once uh, all these game all these games start coming out. Romel Bencilia on the chat says, I love to see Sergio San and Sergio San's GBA uh, GBA collection. I, I guess I that was a little uh, holy grail. So there you go. And um, the, that was the show, Sony PlayStation Showcase 2023. Oh, the Tiles Principle, I completely forgot to mention that as well. I still have to play that for the first one, though. And t- going on with a little bit more of the gaming news, I'll pass it off to Sir Pao because he's got a little something to talk about about a particular fighting game called Mortal Kombat. Never heard of it. Sir Pao, tell me all about it. <laughs> Ooh, I, I, first of all, I want... First of all, I wonder how young are you not to be familiar with Mortal Kombat? <laughs> Mortal Kombat. They even spelled it wrong uh. with a K. <laughs> anyway, continue. <laughs> this time, they, they spelled the combat wrong. But I then, know. about the, 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 about the trailer that was just released like two weeks ago or last week, can't, can't exactly remember. For some, for for someone like me, I I am really not expecting a new Mortal Kombat game since when I when I was able to play the Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate, it seems that the story has already ended because everything everything in the timeline has has got, came back to the beginning. Got wrapped up, okay. Yeah, hmm. it, it all got wrapped up and it all starts over only this time with Liu Kang instead of Raiden being the god in the story. Hmm. And Spoilers! Okay, for those it, of you who haven't played it yet, there you go. Anyway, continue, Sir Pao. Sorry about that. Spoilers alert. And then all of a sudden, we get to see this trailer, and now here we are. We're go- every every part story will be repeat will be repeated from the beginning. Only difference is that it may turn different now that it could be. Oh, now that the flow could be different, knowing again that Liu Kang is now the god in here instead of Raiden. So far, that's the only thing we know as the trailer shows. Yet, we can see here right now that Shang Tsung will be once again the main antagonist. And the more we look at this trailer, it's gonna be gorier, it's gonna be bloodier than ever. Even than before? Like really? that. Yeah. The thing uh, is, with Mortal Kombat, how long must they keep doing fatalities with each other, and then we expect them to be so back like on the, the next game? Right? Yeah, that's that's one thing I wonder as well. How come they get to? How come they get to create more unique fatalities over and over? Uh, 
every time every time a new game gets released. <laughs> well, my my question regarding uh, the new Mortal Kombat: Will they still have Kerry Hiroyuki Tagawa as uh, well voicing uh, voicing Shang Chung? Yes, so, I would like. Nice. To. Then well, you maybe. know. I'm all in. Yes. I'm all in then. <laughs> yeah. The only thing, the only it's thing mine. that I'm, the only thing that I might be missing would probably be, ah, uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy who played Highlander, the guy who played um, Connor McLeod. Oh yeah, that uh, Chris, Christopher Lambert. Christopher Lambert, Lambert. Lambert. Uh, play, playing Raiden, <laughs> but you know, it's it's you know, it's a not James Weebar. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Christopher Lambert playing uh, playing uh, Raiden. <laughs> that would be a dream combo for me because for those of you who are fans of the 1995 Mortal Kombat movie, he was he was uh, Raiden that movie. Anyway, all right, excellent. Thank you very much, Sir Pao. That does yeah. it for the news gaming news of the week. I'm absolutely sure there's a lot more that we can talk about in terms of gaming news. For those of you who are in the in the chats who want to talk about gaming news. Please type it into the chats because we are looking forward to what your opinions are on what's been happening in the gaming industry most recently. And you know, as as something interesting pops up in the chats, we will uh, mention them as well. And Zar- uh, Jarkus uh, Jarkus Zajiban says there can be only one. Yes, of course. You have to. You have to. You have to mention the the signature line of Highlander. Of course, of course. Uh, some guy named Juan Gerardo de Marca says, "Isn't this a famous line from Metal Gear Solid as well?" <laughs> <laughs> All right, excellent. Oh, so now we get into the meat and potatoes of the episode, the Game Boy Advance. And for that one, uh, we are going to um, bring in our yeah, the newbie of the show, Mr. Viraj Katwadia. Tell us what the Game Boy Advance is all about. Viraj, well, take it away. Well, well thank you. Um, the Game Boy Advance was Nintendo's uh, foray into the 21st century by making handheld games probably look a lot more attractive to the 8-bit outings of the original Game Boy and the Game Boy Color. Um, mm. I mean, this this is what we add, and this is what they evolved to, because mm. that was like a monochrome black and white system. Mm. They gave it some color with this thing, and there were different variants with it, and there's add-ons and all sorts of stuff that they made for it. But um, for those of you, you in know, the audio portion of the podcast, let's, let's remember, Viraj, that we have people listening in. Viraj is holding up originally. First, he held up the original Game Boy yeah. DMG, the white DMG. and red, uh, the gray and red one, which has yeah. the green LTD screen. A, a lot of kids lost lots of hours playing Tetris on that little thing. Yeah. And, and then adult. he got... And adults, too, yeah. as well. <laughs> and to continue, uh, he held up a monstrosity <laughs> of a Game Boy Color well, with attachments this, this is silly. We don't need that. That's, that's what we have, yeah? Mm-hmm. All right, so that's it. And, you know, the, the cartridges were... Let's have a look at the cartridges very quickly. That's how big they were. This is Metroid 2. Um, so, you know, um, yeah, that's what we had. And there were 8-bit. And, yes, they, they did fight off the competition, which was the Atari Lynx and the, the Sega Game Gear. It did outsell because... The games designed for these consoles were appropriate for the handheld market, but then, mm. you know, Nintendo were up for its threats such as the Neo Geo Pocket um, and Pocket Color, and this is 16-bit, you know, mm. on the go. And in the end, Nintendo made this thing here. This is the first Game Boy Advance. Let's have a look at it. Let's put it out. Mm. So that's that's 32-bit. That's what they advertised it at. But in the way the games ran, it's 16-bit Part Two. That's why I look at it. And 
it's, I, it, I call that the sideways GBA. Uh, I yeah, mean, I know the it's the original. <laughs> I know it's the yeah. original, but I always call it the sideways GBA. Yeah, so you, you had the rubber grip there. It's, com- <laughs> it's actually pretty most comfortable to play. Actually, it's actually the most comfortable to play because, mm-hmm. you know, you, you've got the, your, your hands are in the right position. You're comfortable. You're not, you're not cramping when playing this. So I've got, um, I've got the Game Boy Advance MP3 player in here. So mm. they create accessories and all sorts for it. Um, but, you know, th- this is where mm. it was. It still took still took two AA batteries, like the Game Boy Color before it did. But, you know, its biggest failing, in my opinion, was the lack of no backlight. Like, why am I still straining my eyes trying to play a video game? Mm. Um, and you know, going forward, two years two years later, after 2001, Nintendo went and made a, a revision, and they created the Game Boy Advance SP, which is this lovely device here. The clamshell design. The clamshell yeah. design protects the screen. Mm. You know, that's really good. You got the two buttons. You got an option to turn the backlight on and off. Um, so let's just turn it on. There, there we go. go. Yes, so we go. Nice. So you have the option. I know you can't really see on the computer, but you can turn it on and off. The oh, screen. it's so, beautiful. Yeah, you can. It does show actually. It shows. Okay, so there you go. So it makes such a difference in playing games, not straining your eyes. Okay, mm. so you have that. And this is another big deal. It had a rechargeable battery built in. None mm. of them before it had it, and this is a rechargeable battery. You did have to nag your parents to say, "Can I have new batteries for this device?" Oh, you just charge it. You're done. You, know, you didn't have to best. steal your remote, con- your television remote control. <laughs> you don't have to steal remote control batteries. You don't have to steal your uh, your mother's batteries. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, wait, why would your mom? Well, yeah. okay, we're not gonna delve into that question. We're not gonna delve into that question. Okay. Your mother's so, yeah, remote. Well, okay, so you have this. Uh, you got the um, uh, the golden edition. This is a very European variant. They have different colors, Ooh. different variants. This is a Triforce edition. It's only released in Europe. The Americans mm. didn't even get Ooh. this. So. Again, this came with the Minish Cap mm. in the box, so a very, very popular game as well. 2003, uh, 2004 release when the Nintendo DS came out, so they kept it relevant even though the newer consoles coming out. Mm. Um, so you had that, and then eventually we move on to the next phase, which is obviously the Nintendo DS has been out for a while. Uh, uh, so they didn't Raymond this thing. Test, Raj, I'll private message hey. you my address. For <laughs> 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 so you to send so, it to Sir Ray. All right, so. Um, <laughs> There are, I, mean, I'm looking, I am looking to sell these things, but you got to like really get some money because these are expensive to collect. This is a, this again is a European, so this green color never came out in, in America from my understanding. Mm. So the, the, even the Micro, this is a Game Boy Advance Micro, 2006 release. Um, but this, I mean, this one, they actually rectified a, an error, which is the Game Boy Advance SP has. It has the headphone jack back in, which is really good. Um, it has a whopping eight hour battery life, which is amazing, okay? And the screen's brightness on these things is just outstanding because the screen's on the, uh, the advanced was a bit dull, but you can actually increase the, the three levels of the screen's brightness on this. It's good. Mm-hmm. The only downside is it has no Z80 chip processor in there, which means it's not backwards compatible with the Game Boy and Game Boy Color games. It's only purely designed to play Game Boy Advance. But in 2006, you had more than enough titles to play on this device, which is really good. So, you have uh, uh, I think there's a question here from, uh, from Jarkus. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, JDM, could you please read the question? Mm-hmm. Right, that's a good question, Jarkus. Does the original Game Boy Advance come within the DC in, a, in power? So, mm-hmm. I guess he means, does it come with a, 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 an adapter to play with? No, it does not. That's a good question. This is the only one out of the whole Game Boy line which doesn't have a fee where you can just power it into a wall plug. So, that was actually something that was a, a, a bit disappointed. Disappointing. It does have the headphone jack, but um, you can get a rechargeable battery kit, which I own, that you can charge batteries and put it in there. But that's really all you have. You don't have a, a charger. We can put it direct to the main. So, one of the an oversight on Nintendo's part on that. Um, a little bit. Question. Oh, follow-up question. Uh, JDM, could you read the? Could you could you read the question for us, please? Yeah. Uh, sir. Zion. Oh, sir Mirage, you 
Do you Zion. have the Xeon GBASP? Mm-hmm. I don't even know what I don't even know what that is. I guess it's a, these are the variants that I have. I have this one. I have this one. Mm-hmm. I, have, I have the green one, which I showed you. Yeah, um, he's flexing uh, everything. Yeah, I got, the, <laughs> I got these two. Got, um, but going forward, the only thing I have in terms of Game Boy Advance stuff, and I just wanted to finish this very, very, very quickly. Mm. Um, they continued, like, Nintendo mm. loved the Game Boy Advance so much, it was so popular, the Nintendo DS actually was backwards compatible with Game Boy Advance. It's a Game Boy Advance right. as well. Mm. Uh, same with the, the DS Lite before they went DSi. We have, you know, a, a cartridge slot here. We open it and we, we put the games in there. You can play games that way on the, on the, on the DS Lite. So mm. that's the last console they made was played the Game Boy Advance. I mean, the games do stick out a bit. And this is the cartridge for the Game Boy Advance. I haven't even gone there yet. Man, Luigi, Superstar Saga, very popular game. You put the cartridge in there. Um, okay, it is backwards about, but it sticks out, which is a bit weird. But you can still play the games on the Nah, on the you can still definitely play the game. A lot of people have actually been uh, buying up uh, broken uh, original DS and mm. DS lights to try to salvage them, take out the top portion of the DS and mm. the DS lights, and then make them into what they call as GBA macros. And those go for a pretty penny on places like Etsy and eBay. A lot of mm. people pay top dollar for modified uh, DS lights and uh, original DSs that have been made into GBA macros, particularly the ones that have been turned mm. in with with metal shells on them already. Those go for upwards of three hundred dollars. Yeah, right. I mean, in all fairness, the playing your Game Boy Advance games on the DS is a good thing because the screen is brighter on the DS. Yes. Remember, as time went on, they made the screens look a lot brighter than the original GBA SP. Mm. And what I love about playing, I played a lot of Game Boy Advance games on the DS because I got my premium DS game on the front. And if I get bored playing that, I'll play like something simple, like an arcade game on the Game Boy Advance. So you have two mm. consoles in one. It was amazing. You got a 16-bit game, you got a 3D game on. Mm. So you have the best of both worlds. So it was actually a really wonderful thing that Nintendo did by launching this handheld console, which was basically a SNES, a Super Nintendo, and a Sega Mega Drive in your hands. Pretty but much, yes. That's pretty much it. And it did a bit more. But then going forward, they still supported this with the game with the Nintendo DS. We have was- uh, one moment, Viraj. We mm-hmm. suddenly have somebody popping up here. Somebody named <laughs> Raymond oh! from Retro Free Gaming, who is, of course, an essential part of Times Gamer. And he got oh, so, uh, so <laughs> entranced by your showcase that he is now <laughs> holding out his hands, saying, Viraj. I'm one of the seniors of PR. <laughs> so it's uh I know it's a thing that from the uh, well it's a welcoming committee uh, that you will you, you should give me one of your turns. <laughs> Oh, actually, yes. Raymond is correct on that one, Viraj. Because it's an Asian thing. Um, uh, you never visit somebody else's house without a gift. Exactly. Oh, yes. oh, I'll see. I'll see. Um, okay, I'm all good with the Game Boy SP NES edition. Okay? Oh, this one. Okay. Just kidding. Just kidding. I know, Viraj. It's, it's, it's an Asian thing where if you uh, if you visit somebody else, you have to put a gift. I'm Asian too, man. I'm just yeah, South Asian. You so would know. The same culture. It's exactly. the same you, you, yeah. you would know because you're Asian too. Yeah. I, have, uh, I just want to uh, realize, I just want to welcome you to the P- PRG Thank time. You. Yeah. That's very and kind I'm of you. Thank you. And I, I'm yeah. in a Mario show because so I see you. I, I watch and you as well. I'll just PM you my address in the Well, Thank you so much, Viraj. I love you. That's the thing. That's the thing. All right. Continue, Viraj. You were about to say. So, what was I? So, 
Um, yes, the, the Nintendo DS continued that legacy of the Game Boy Advance for a while longer. It lasted three more years because of the DS, and it was actually really cool because the DS was like their premium handheld solution mm -hmm. at the time. And it's actually the most popular selling handheld they had eventually, it went on to be very popular. But the, those people who couldn't afford a DS, the, this, this thing was quite cheap. It was only $69.99 on release. And they went down to clearance and it was a it was an affordable option for people to get to. And when I worked for the electronics company, I saw Nintendo come and this was actually marketed for, to women, believe it or not. So mm. they put in the handbags, it was actually for women and small children. And it's actually quite small. It's it's it's, it's a good game. I wouldn't recommend playing RPGs on it because the screen is quite small. You can't read what? the text. The thing um, about the the thing about the micro, you can have actually see a little bit of a lanyard hole on the corner there as well, yeah, right, Viraj? Yeah, that yeah, is uh, something one, yeah. that ah. something that you can yeah. uh, you can put a lanyard. Yeah. What, what is it right? Ah. Key, a lanyard, yeah, a little bit a lanyard, yeah. chain yeah. thing, lanyard. A, yeah. a lanyard keychain. A keychain. Yes, exactly. Like a keychain. Well, what do you? Well, but a even, or something. To, to be honest, I, I always had it in a case because I didn't want to get it scratched up. Same. You know? So, so this is it. So <laughs> these are these are really really delicate, and I, I love them. And they're quite yeah. well built. They're metal. They're metal bodies. You know, these actually quite well made. Um, and I love these systems. They're, they're the battery life. I took this to India on a trip for two weeks because I got bored mm. with it, seeing my family. I never had to charge it once because the battery life was. I think it went up to twelve hours because I lowered the brightness on the screen and lowered the sound, but. I didn't have to charge it once and it, I played Castlevania and I beat it. So, you mm -hmm. know, it's all good stuff. So, yeah, these are really good machines. Uh, and and Advance is, it, it's, again, let's talk about the library now. Because, I mean, we've seen the systems, we've done the show and tell. Let's mm -hmm. have a look at what games it had. Because this is what it was all about. And mm -hmm. for me, you've seen, you've seen me on these podcasts before. I think we, we did a Master System episode. We saw my love for retro games. Yeah. Um, and again, like I say, it's 16-bit part two. It's the Mega Drive and Super Nintendo in the power in your hands. That's what it mm -hmm. is. It's literally that. And... There were so many games for the Game Boy Advance. It had no competition. Sony hadn't developed their PSP yet. Uh, the Neo Geo Pocket Color wasn't a threat, and neither was the Bandai Wonder Swan. This was its own thing, and it was a thing that developers could easily develop. But so, before we get into that, Viraj, let yeah. me just uh, let, uh, one of the uh, one of the important things what we do here in Timeless Gamer is that we don't just strive to entertain our audience; we also strive oh. to educate them as well. Because oh, yeah. you know, uh, those who it's an old saying in the Philippines: those who do not know their history uh, will, and uh, those who have who don't know how to look back to where they come come from will never get to where they're going it's kind of like an, an old saying uh, like those who don't know their history are doomed to repeat it so in this case uh viraj showed that there's the game boy original there's the game boy sp and the gba micro so the game boy original came out in 2001 if i remember correctly uh correct. viraj. uh little uh let's we might as well ask uh miss miss uh charlene or miss uh, miss porter uh, if they recall what years this is a pop quiz okay Miss okay. Charlene and Miss Porter uh, points for those who answer correctly GBSP yes, yes. when did it come out what year did it come out no googling you're except for the, you're except for this one because you just did your showcase okay I'll say quiet all right let's I actually see. Did not Ms. Charlene, when did the Game Boy SP come out the Game Boy SP. When the Game Boy original came out in 2001. September. Pop quiz. September. Oh, Miss Charlene, I think um, you hung I believe it's there. around September 2005. Uh, incorrect. Oh, uh, well, sorry, sorry. Uh, minus points. Anthony, Anthony, feel. There's no googling, so I have no answer. To no. <laughs> <laughs> the people in the chats might be able to help you. <laughs> so, um, actually, the, right, right, I said 2001. 
2001 was the original. Uh, that's, that's, that's when this came out. Yeah, two years yeah, later. Two years later. later. My, I know the exact date because I bought my Game Boy Advance SP on release. Okay, really? Myself, oh, yeah, well, I bought it. In, in, well, in, in the UK, the release date was March 11th, 2003. 2003. And, uh, 2003. March 11th is when I bought mine. There and I fell in love. Because uh, the, the, the SP was my favorite handheld, to be honest. It, I fell in love with it the moment I got it. I could play games on the go. I had the backlight. I got the adapter for the headphones. You needed the adapter. The, thing, but the sound was crystal clear. It was wonderful. And I loved that machine. That's Actually, that's that's the thing, though. Uh, the SP uh, did not have the the G, uh, the 3.5 adapter, did it? No, it didn't. But what you, what you could do is, I've, I've actually sold my adapter. I'm mm. selling my stuff now. But there's a, a little dongle that will go into the back where the power socket goes. Mm. And it'll come out. And there's a little cable. You get for about three pounds on eBay, if you look. And uh, it would actually transfer that into a three and a half mil jack, and mm. that three and a half mil jack would go there, and you'd be able to listen to your sound in amazing stereo. And it was crystal clear when I heard it, and it was like surprised at how clear it was. So definitely something worth investing in for those of you who have a Game Boy Advance to get that stereo sound. Because remember, it only has one mono speaker on the front. Even though it's a good speaker, you want to have that stereo sound. It makes when you play Metroid Fusion and you want that atmosphere. All right, general survey for the panelists on the podcast. Raise your hand if you actually have at least one Game Boy Advance. Raise your hand. There you go. Like okay, let's. You own your. Uh, you have your own. If you have your own Game Boy Advance. Uh, all right. One, three, one, right. two, three, one, four. <laughs> okay, there you go. We've got. We've got four panelists right now who actually have Game Boy Advance. <laughs> no. Don't worry for those of you uh, for the for the other panelists who don't have their Game Boy advances. Uh, those of us who will be able to show you guys uh, will be able to uh, carry the weight for you guys and we'll all share. Okay, don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've, got so, more, I've got more than enough weight for all of you. Guys. There you go. Raj is volunteering his collection already. <laughs> so those are the years 2001 for the original Game Boy, the Sideways Game Boy, as I like to call it. The Game Boy Advance SP 2003 and the Game Boy Micro came out in 2005. So those were the years. Yes, Viraj, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, say five, 2005. 2005, yeah. yes. Yeah. Have to admit, those were excellent, excellent years. And as Viraj has kind of touched oh. on it, uh, the software library is stupendous for the oh. Game Boy Advance. How many? Uh, okay, another. Uh, let's have. Uh, let's We're have. We're interject, other... Joel. Um, I'm just mm. giving a quick shout out to ahead, uh, Sir Derek of Retro Gaming Times. Thank you nice. for the raid. Mm. We're being raided. <laughs> there you go. A raid from Retro Gaming Times. Uh, Derek Ponai, one of our most. Uh, one of our most. One of, our, one of our most welcome raiders. amazing welcome, Pinoy welcome. Retro Gamer Pinoy Retro Gaming members. Uh, we've also got uh, uh, Christ John uh, Esagunde uh, hashtag RGT Raid. Very, very good. And uh, oh, I also uh, neglected to mention a little bit earlier there was um, Bernice Cole who also, who also said hi to the Timeless Gamer podcast. Very, very And guess what, Nick Joel? Mm, Derek yes. was playing a game from the Game Boy Advance uh -huh. during his stream before he raided us. Oh my gosh. What game was that, Sir Pao? It's Pokemon Emerald. Pokemon <laughs> Emerald, which is the perfect yes. segue. <laughs> yes, Miss Charlene, go ahead. Ooh, oh my God. Uh, that was actually part of my backlog. Actually, that was actually part of my backlogs. The Emerald. Pokemon Emerald. There you go. Actually, let, let's also ask Miss Charlene. Miss Charlene, uh, have you what? Uh, let, this is a very random question. Miss Charlene, 
what is uh what is your have you ever handled uh Game Boy uh, Game Boy Advance mm-hmm. and which one was it? Sorry, I'm sorry, Miss Anselin Porter, Miss Anselin Porter. Sorry about mm-hmm. that. Uh, no, the Joel is. Oh, Miss Miss Hanukkah is, uh, is is hanging right now. Let's hear Miss Porter's opinion first. So the only uh, Game Boy console okay. I have held okay. Game Boy Advance, I mean, is the GBA. So this oh. one, I if anybody remembers, I just bought this last year on the RGCP event last August. So I am really way behind on mm. actual consoles, but I have played um, Game Boy Advance games on emulators. And again, we do not promote piracy here. So mm. if you can buy the original stuff, buy the original stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well. Very true, um, very true. We do not, yeah. uh, we do not endorse uh, unoriginal gaming, but we recognize the reality of it. So yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's perfectly fine. Gaming is gaming, in my case, I don't discriminate. If you're a ga- uh, heck, if I got the chance, I would game on a calculator. I would game um, on a calculator. I don't <laughs> care as long as it's gaming. But Miss Porter has been very uh, has has mentioned that she is now getting into Game Boy Advance and this is actually perfect way of introducing Miss Porter into the various games that are available here in the Game Boy Advance Mr. Gratkatwadia let's talk about popular games and franchises for the Game Boy Advance uh, right, so let's we, we, we touched on Mortal Kombat earlier with the gaming news right mm. but um and there were three Mortal Kombat games and I don't own any of them because they all suck but they're, they're, they're on the system. Uh, so you've got Mortal Kombat Advance, Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance, and Mortal Kombat Tournament. They're not—they're not my kind of thing, to be honest. But it's interesting because you know you got you got Mortal Kombat game that looks more like the 16-bit port of the originals that on the SNES and Mega Drive era, mm-hmm. and then you have like Deadly Alliance, which is like they tried to do some 3D graphics with it, but it looked really pixelated. And the same with Tournament Edition. I understand why they were going with it. But um, the fighting games I own, let's talk about the fighting games. Um, mm. I've, I've three, and these are better looking ones. There were SNK, and there were so many others, but you can't beat a classic. You can't beat mm-hmm. Street Fighter 2 uh, Revival, t- Turbo Revival. And that's a really good good fighting game. And, mm. and, you know, if that's not enough for you, you want a bit more character selection, you have Street Fighter Alpha 3. You know, and this is a, a good one as well for the city. And as you can see, this is the PAL edition, because oh. this isn't the, 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 you can see that I've got the NTSC edition here, because it's got that ERSB logo there, right? Mm. So I have, yes. I have a mixture of regions, but it doesn't matter. It's not region locked. You can play any region on any Game Boy Advance. That's one of the reasons I love it. Um, mm. Going forward, I went for this one as well. Uh, this came out in 2004. It's called Sonic, Sonic Battle. Battle. Mm-hmm. Um, again, that's like Smash Brothers, but for the Sonic universe. It's a very obscure title. It's one of recommended oh, It's a okay. very, very good game. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's my fighting games there. So let's have a talk about other other genres like niche stuff that I was into. So oh my god, we got Miss Anuku, like like like, do you like Pokemon. I have got Pokemon Pinball here, Ruby and Sapphire. So mm. it's actually a very pinball game. You know, a lot of fun. And oh, I Sonic love fans pinball. out there. You got mm-hmm. Sonic Pinball Party. So again, mm-hmm. there's some really good pinball games on there. This is like just a mm-hmm. few scraping the, the tip of the iceberg on, on good pinball. Mm-hmm. Um, there were there were some interesting genres here that were developed throughout this era. So the strategy games were sort of enhanced, and you here have you have Advance Wars and Advance Wars Two. Um, mm-hmm. We're having some ports on the um, on Nintendo on the Switch. Nintendo Switch, yes, ladies and gentlemen. For those of you who did um, not get the chance to experience the amazing Advance Wars games on the Game Boy Advance, you will now be able to experience them on the Nintendo Switch. Please continue, Viraj. Yeah, so, uh, and speaking of Nintendo Switch, the Nintendo Switch Online service has Game Boy Advance as well, so you can actually experience them through that service. So ah. it's not a dead format. Nintendo are still supporting them by releasing it if you subscribe to their premium package. Mm-hmm. I just want to make that point. 
Oh, um, that that actually kind of, uh, if I can mm-hmm. interrupt you for a moment, uh, Viraj, I would like Miss Charlene to discuss a little bit of the gaming news that came out most recently. I think that I'm not quite sure if it came out this week or uh, the weeks past. Miss Charlene, could you discuss a little bit about the Game Boy Advance games that have come out on the Nintendo Switch? Well, we have here um, the release on Game Boy Advance games. Is that we have here is the Super Mario Advance One, Two, and Three. Uh, we also have here is Metroid Fusion, um, mm. Legend of Zelda: The Minish Cap, and the Kukurin, and Super Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. If you guys are actually familiar with this game, uh, Mario mm. Kart Circuit, and <laughs> of we have here last is. WarioWare Incorporated, which you can only use the Rumble version. <laughs> there you go. That's right. <laughs> well, there's, there's two actually. There's the Twisted one mm. that came out afterwards, and, and WarioWare. This was a very, very viral, popular game. I didn't yeah. know about it. All in mint condition. Yeah. The- oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in mint condition, yeah. Like comic book life and Simpsons, but yeah. <laughs> uh, this this is interesting story. This one. This one has a, a, a very interesting cartridge design. There we go. As a mm. rumble, uh, as the, and this is interesting. The gyroscope, I think. Here. That's mm. right. This is when Nintendo uh, bought a gyroscope. There you go. In, and it, the gyroscope it's a re- it's only, version. We never got it in Europe because it has mercury in the cartridge, and the EU banned this from being sold. So I had to import it. Mm. Um, so it's, it's, it's actually got a lot of value for us here in Europe. But this is an, this is in my opinion. I know mm. we're going to talk about it later. This is my favorite game on the Steam, and it's so addictive. Mm. I love it. It's yes. such a good game. Um, yes. So yeah, you have that those two WarioWare games, and mm. obviously the series has, has expanded into something so much bigger. But those mm. get, both of those Game Boy Advance WarioWare, WarioWare games are gold. No pun mm. intended, because there's a game called WarioWare Gold on the 3DS. But this was these two are gold. <laughs> Virat no, kind of touched on this. Oh, sorry, sorry, mm. Joe, go ahead. Now I understand Sorry. why they like, placed a warning uh, behind the switch um, cartridge. Do not lick the ca- do not lick the cartridge because of <laughs> don't lick the batteries. Yeah. Well, Although, uh, kind of touched on this. We are going to be imposing. Uh, uh, we are going to be impo- We are going to be imposing a limit on every panelist here on on the Timeless Gamer Podcast. This particular podcast, that we are only going to be discussing two of our most yeah. favorite GBA games because in the in the interest of <clears throat> in the interest of focusing on the, uh, the very best games that, in our opinion, and for brevity's sake, but. Because of the, I mentioned that because of the fact that uh, Marlon Hurtado Eliscopides in the chats actually pointed it out. Very, very, uh, very, very pertinent. The number of games on this list is 1,538 organized alphabetically by the game's localized English titles or when Japan exclusive, the Romaji transliterations. It's And out of all the 1,500 games that Serviraj has, <laughs> yeah. he's only allowed to talk two. Dude, yeah, you go. Okay, so I'll, we I'll will be, be talking quick. about garages. We're, we're just doing a quick fire on regards to the collection oh, I have. All right, all right. Yeah. This was a big release in 2003. Mm. This is the oh, first game I ever bought in 2003 for my SP. Four Swords. It's, it's, it's Four Swords Adventures, but it's Legends of Zelda: Link to the Past. A very good uh, uh, Switch. Uh, sorry, very good Super Nintendo port. And one mm. thing, one thing they did with the Advance, as was mentioned earlier, with the Super Advance games, they yeah. ported a lot of NES and what, Nintendo and Super Nintendo games on this format. Mm. This was a very good port, so that's very good. Um, uh, there's also the Minish Cap, which I, I actually have a I don't have a box box that came in a, a special. Mm box with my golden game boy box that's mm. another good game okay. um but these are notable ones i don't know if you know about these Boktai. nice Boktai. ones jo- right <laughs> okay so you should be playing I'm, I'm these ones. With 
Now, these, these, that, we, we talked about emulation earlier, didn't we? You mm, can yeah. emulate these, but oh, you have yeah. to put a patch on, but you're not really playing the game as intended. Now, let me show you the mm. cartridges. This, this thing, right, you see it? So, can you see there's, you can't see it, but there's a solar sensor there. Yes. That little black bit. So, the idea is it encourages kids to go outside, and it's a, vamp it's a game where you have to come out go after vampires. And um, you have to charge your solar gun, but you have to be outside and get actual sunlight onto your game, mm. into the cartridge to play the game. It, it was made by Hideo Kojima, who did Metal Gear yeah. Solid. So Hideo Kojima, yes. Ah, uh, JDM. Uh, <laughs> think of guys as a, um, like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, mm. but instead of using sticks, he's using his own solar gun. Yeah. And mm -hmm. if you're outside, the more sunlight mm -hmm. you're getting, yes. the stronger his weapon gets. Mm -hmm. Very true, very true. Very interesting. Mm -hmm. very interesting. And what is, the what, is the what is the subtitle to Boktai, uh, Viraj, yeah, uh, which would be very relevant? Uh, uh, the sun is in your hands. There you go. The sun That's it. Yeah. The hand. sun is in your hands. Yeah, yeah. Here yeah. in the Philippines, it's always in your hands. It, actually, no. In the Philippines, <laughs> it's, it's always in your face. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, it's so, it's so cloudy in London. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I played this game when I went to India because it was sunlight. <laughs> I couldn't even play this game. It's silly. You know, yeah, I'd heard, um, I'd heard very infamous stories about how, how uh, London is nothing but fog and fog it's, it's, and it's a lot of yeah, yeah. Uh, like, okay. you, you, don't, you don't need game genie code, you don't need code breaker, you don't need game shark. I mean, it's always 999 attack. <laughs> if you're in India or, or in the Philippines. So going look forward with, with what I mentioned earlier with ports, this, the, the Nintendo thought there were games that people missed out on, people, games that people want to play in their hands. You had the mm. NES Classics Edition, and they were launched simultaneously with the, the NES Classic um, SNES, uh, Game Boy Advance SP that I have. So you had Castlevania, um, and these were sold at like a, a budget of you know, two thirds of a normal game price because they are mm. eight bit games. But you know you have this one goes for a lot actually, Zelda and Mario Brothers. So yeah, they did that. So again, they did ports on it, which some people might think is a bit lazy, but it's actually quite clever in a way. That no, it's it's it. a good marketing tactic. It's a very good marketing tactic. So again, this is a, another remake. So this is another port, but it's a, it's a remake completely of the original Metroid game called mm -hmm. Metroid Zero Mission. A yes. great game. So this came out after Metroid Fusion, which I've actually sold two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. um, so it was an offer I couldn't refuse. But um, <laughs> Fusion was a very good game. This is also a, a, a much more challenging game. And you, this is where you see Samus in a Zero suit for the first time. You know, the, you know, you see her in this game debuted in it. So it's a very, very good game, a much bigger game than the original. And if you're going to play the original Metroid, this is the one you want to play. If it's available on Switch Online, I recommend you play this game. Very good. Uh, the, on, from the um, chat, uh, Viraj, uh, Raymond Orendez says, Viraj, you're my favorite panelist now. Okay, oh, you're, you're the favorite oh, panelist oh, now. Dear, dear, dear. I don't need to any one of you. They all have their qualities. These guys are all good. Yeah, this is my mm -hmm. first time doing this thing. So anyway. So let's talk right. about Castlevania. This is the Metroidvania thing. So we talk about Metroid Fusion, Metroid Zero Mission. This is Castlevania. It's called Circle of the Moon in America. Yes. This is probably the hardest Castlevania game on the system. If you want a challenge, this is the one to go for. Mm -hmm. um, you then have Har Harmony of Dissonance. This is very expensive now. Yes. Um, this is this was a, a, another challenging game. This one is like in the universe of Richter Belmont uh, during the French Revolution. That story, if you're familiar with the, the, the line, the storyline. This is a, a challenging game as well. Um, probably my least favorite because it is a bit bit all over the place. But um, this is the gold standard, Ari of Sorrow. This is probably the easiest yeah. out of the Castlevania games, but it's the one that is most sought after because they didn't make enough of these. These are very quite collectible, actually. But I love this, and it was so good they made a sequel on the DS called Dawn of Sorrow. But this is one you must play. This is a must play for the, the system, in my opinion. So mm. that's that's the Metroidvania style games, and there's more than enough, to be honest, um, that I haven't even collected or whatever. So you, you have those. Right, mm. now, I, I want to like, quickly go through the RPGs because I have most of them are RPGs. So All right, John, perk, uh, perk up your ears. These are the RPG portions then. <laughs> All right, so this game, 
is gold. Okay, Mario yes. Luigi Superstar Saga, it had sequels that went onto the <laughs> DS. Yeah, part of the time or whatever. They even remade this on the DS, and the remake is as good as this, but this is a really good game. If you like Mario RPG on Super Nintendo, this is yes. for you, all right? Mario and Luigi uh, Superstar Saga. Excellent, this, excellent game. This game is a little treasure. I think you might have heard me play it, talk about it in other chats, but I love Sigma Star Saga. It's made by it's a, it's a game made by WayForward, who did the, the Shantae series, mm. and they've actually recently done the River City Girls game on the on the mm. Switch. If you're familiar with it, anything okay. they do in terms of 2D games is gold. This is a really good RPG. It's a shoot 'em up slash RPG game. So I, it's got some really good story elements. And if you like yes. science fiction, I was about to mention it has. I heard it has a very good storyline to it. To it's the, an amazing <laughs> story. They could televise it. They could sell it on to Netflix and make a show. I'd watch it. That's how mm. good it is. Um, I love it. It's a mind blowing story. It's not so original. I love it. And I'm right. a lot of science fiction. Sword of Mana. If you like Mana games, Secret of Mana. This is for you. All right. This is it. So we got that. Um, Sword of Mana. Yes. This, these two are really rare. These two are really good. I'm going to show you. This is um, a game. But Bad Presto made them. Atlas, who are now bought by Sega, have the IPs now. Oh, it's the Summer Night series. Yes. Right. So these. Good luck finding these in a box in good condition. No. These are very hard. <laughs> I have them in Perspex cases because of how rare they are. If you can play these games, play them. It's like they're really good action RPGs. And Summon Knight really Swordcraft Story One and, one and two, ladies two. and gentlemen, yeah. in the yeah. in the audio portion of the podcast. Yeah. So there's that. This is one that a lot of people love. It's called Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. Mm. Um, oh, yes. I acquired this through chance. Let's put it that way. I don't. I, I don't get the love for it, but it sold over. It sold a lot of copies. It's a very mm. popular game. If you love Final Fantasy and tactics style games, this is the one for you. Um, Kingdom Hearts: Chain of Memories. This is a, a great game. This is the first game on a handheld that I know from my knowledge on the, on the, on the GBA anyway, that had a full motion video chip in the cartridge. So you can actually watch full motion movies with clips in the game, and this is really good. And I really love the, the, the action RPG storytelling and the battle mechanic. This is a really good game that you should play for sure. So another great Square Enix uh, RPG. Now this one is the gold standard for the advanced terms of RPG. Okay. This is Golden Sun and Golden Sun The Lost Age. Right? There you go, great Golden game. Sun series, yes. This, 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 this is such an emotional beat. Golden Sun! Oh, yeah. right! So, so yeah, and, and you got the sequel. So both both good games. Great sound, great story, great battle, turn-based RPG. If you like Final Fantasy VII, this is like Final Fantasy VII in your hands, that's what I will say. And it's just mm. a very, very colorful game. And developed by Camelot Software, Camelot, Camelot Software, who actually, the same Camelot, which were known as, it's known as Camelot Software Planning, yes. before, they were known as, yeah. before they were known as Sonic Software Planning, who made the Shining Force games on the Mega Drive, which is mm -hmm. something Dan will be pleased to know. This is a, it's Dan Walker, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Sega DNA. Now this one, now these ones are, are like gold as well, yeah? And everyone's going to be like, wow. Fire Emblem. Okay. Oh, Fire Emblem, The yeah. franchise first, got its first Western release on the Game Boy Advance. This is, mm. its, um, this is its first debut title. Whoa. This is the first ever one we ever got. This is it. This is Fire Emblem. And mm. its sequel, Sacred Stones. The Both Sacred of these Stones. are gold. Yeah, these are gold games. Great strategy RPGs. Amazing. My brother loved these. And actually... they also cost gold. They <laughs> also cost gold. <laughs> they cost, they're, going for about, they're over £100 for each one. Yeah. Um, oh, so, but he got some other stuff. They so got Final Fantasy. One and two Dawn of so if you missed out on the original Final Fantasy on the NES, you've got a nice, and the soundtrack on this is really good as well, they've enhanced the sound, really good game. Very true. I um, never thought of loving and hating someone at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is one of Dan's games, he loves Fantasy, fantasy Star. This oh is yeah, Star 1, for Dan it's, it's the Fantasy, fantasy Star, uh, Fantasy yeah, Star so, collection. There you so go. you got the first thing, this is how I was introduced to the franchise. Fantasy and, and Star. Yeah, so a really good trilogy here. 
of games. So that's my RPG collection done. There are many more RPGs on the system, which I haven't mentioned, such as the Mega Man Battle Network series, which there were like eight of. Um, mm. yeah, there's so many, but they're, they're, they're the ones that I own, and that's what we're talking about. And I'm sure you'll bring up something that I don't own. Now, the, this is the action genre, okay, a platformer genre, platformer stuff. So mm. this is Yoshi's Island or Super Mario Advance 3. Now, this is a great port. I never actually played, this is the one of the, of the four Mario Advance games, this is the one I never played on the original hardware. That's mm. why I bought this one. Wonderful game. Okay, yes. for those who haven't played it, this is a really good port, and even the, the Stairs one on the Stairs Classic, we mm. play it. But it's mm. a wonderful game, so you have that. Um, so let's talk about uh, other ports as well. So you've got Donkey Kong Country and Donkey Kong Country 2. They speak for themselves. I don't need to go on about it. They're, they're Stairs Classics and they're putting on the Game Boy Advance and ports. Okay, and this is the one where I, I really respect Sega. I really respect them for what they did. And you've got Sonic Advance, Sonic Advance 2, and Sonic Advance 3. Well, that and, would be Miss Charlene's uh, specialties, the Sonic Advance series. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what I will say about these is that they're, they're all different from each other. They all oh, play different from each other. Um, so yeah. Sorry, Miss yeah. Charlene, go ahead. Uh, your, your signal seems to be a little spotty right now. But you had a question, Miss Charlene. Okay, go for it. Oh, you got a question, yeah. go for it. Oh, can you hear me? Hello? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I have a question here so um sir Viraj, if you could mind if you could uh, if you can give me those three games here yeah okay i'll think about it i'll think about it these are quite cheap freak will get it first before you <laughs> Viraj, you're my new BFF, ah. It's not time. No! Says you're his new BFF. There you go. So, they all play different from each other. So if you want something that's more traditional, like the Mega Drive games, that's that one. If you want something with speed, something that goes really fast, it's this one. And if you want something with exploration elements, you want to go with this one. So they all have different spins on them, which is what I love about the Sonic Advance series. So you can do something original instead of do lazy porting like what Nintendo did. So, respect to Sega for that. And I've got Rayman 3, which is just, I've got this, it's, it's a good, it's a good platform. Rayman is a good franchise. Rayman is a good yeah. franchise. It's a good mm -hmm. franchise. So those are the platformers. Now let's have a look at some of the more hardcore action games that I have. Yeah. This, this is one for Dan, because he loves Sega. This is Sega Arcade Gallery. And you got Afterburner, oh, yeah. Outrun, Space Harrier, Super Hang On. Oh. I know people have said that they're not, I've seen some reviews where they said that the port of Afterburner is a bit spotty, but Ooh. this is how I was introduced to these games. I never played them before 2003. That's when these came out. Mm. Um, but, but, but this particular port came out. It has a low res sound, but I love this port. It's gold and it does go for a bit now. So that's Game that's Boy that's did that. have a lot of good arcade ports. I have to admit it that did, one. Mm -hmm. um, Metal Honor Infiltrator. Now, it's an EA game. Surely I'm going to hell, right? Maybe. <laughs> but, um, but, but this is actually a really good top-down shooting game. And it's one that you should definitely give a go at. It's actually a really, really good one. We'll come to Mega Man. I'll see some comments there in a minute. Yeah. We'll get to Mega Man. We'll do that. Um, in defense for EA, they're not yeah. as evil as they were once. Uh, Agreed. Actually, not as evil. Maybe like maybe a teaspoon less evil. Yeah, and they yeah. about they're at original 100% level. I'd say they're about 85% now. So there you go. <laughs> we have a, we have some Sega here again. Oh, so nice choices. Sega and Treasure. Casper Boy, games, love that game. This is a beautiful game. It is amazing. It's a game that's gone under the radar. It's made by Sega Hitmaker and Treasure Games, who made um, Gunstar Heroes on the um, Mega Drive. An amazing game. Give it a go if you can. And the nice um, thing about the Astro Boy of Omega Factor game is that it has a very good respect for the original anime. Yeah, it's a good. It it's a good game. Definitely. Mm -hmm. um, 
Gunstar Future Heroes. It's called yes. Gunstar Super Heroes in America. Superheroes in America. This is the only sequel, because Treasure Games are known to just make the game and be done with it. This is the mm. only game they made a sequel of, and it's an amazing game. So another one that's worth going for as well. Nice. Oh, um, actually, a little bit of an interjection right now. Sir Pao has never owned a Game Boy Advance. So this okay. is going to be his intro to Great. Game Boy Advance games this as well. This is amazing. Sir Pao, this is what, this, I hope you're taking notes about the very good games that's, uh, that Viraj is uh, mentioning right now because those are the games that we're going to be expecting that you play on your streams and we look forward to we look forward to your reactions on them as well. Okay. He's actually listing the games right now. He's listing the games right now. Metal Slug Advance, an amazing yes. running game by SNK Playmore. What can I say? Give that a go. If, you, if you're hard, Viraj. you can play this game, that's hard. Viraj, okay. do you have any Mega Man games? Uh, this is a special request from one of your our timing, audience. Your timing, your timing is impeccable. I think yes. Mega Man Zero. Oh, um, go, yes. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. Mega Man Zero. Mega yeah. Man Zero. This, mm. I, this, I got this on, uh, this is a 2002 release. It's one of the earlier Mega Man games that I've got. Mm. Love it. Love this game. It's hard, but it's good. Okay. Uh, yeah. Mega Man Zero. You have a new best friend. Alright. Uh, <laughs> there you go. You got Mega Man Zero 2, which came out in 2003. This is probably the Ooh. hardest out of the four. Hardest out of the four, and it's it's a it's a people's favorite because it is difficult, but I like it. Mm. And then you have Mega Man Zero 3, which is my personal favorite of them. Uh. So you have that. There, there is actually a Mega Man Zero 4, which I did beat, but I don't own it because it was so easy. But mm. Mega Man Zero 4 is a good game. Okay, well. uh, we you have can actually a special get a request. We have a special request here from the audience. Uh, Boss Jeff, Jeff Sardali of Tito Popo Gaming, and Zerces Gutierrez at uh, Gutierrez at Tutubo says, Can you open at least one of them to show what's on the inside of one of the Mega Man, oh, no. Mega Man cartridges? What we know, Sir Viraj is only showing us the boxes. Yeah, no, no, no. We'll be here all day if we open every cartridge. There you go, of course, of course, yeah. Welcome so to our unboxing that, segment. Uh, <laughs> 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 Alright, okay, so we'll, we'll, we'll do we'll do we've got two more genres left and we're more or less done. Um, so mm. we have we have shoot 'em ups. So I did Iridium Iridium 2. That's a really Iridium 2. So this is the sequel to Iridium 2, 3D. Yes. So Iridium mm. 3D was the first one. I didn't get that because this one's uh, this one's the one I wanted to get because it's a proper good game. Amazing soundtrack by Manfred Linzer. Iridium 2, really, really good. By, made by Shinnan Entertainment and published by Majesco Games. Mm -hmm. Definitely want to go for if for those of you looking to emulate, this is a tough one to emulate. So mm. playing original hardware is the best way. Yeah. So we got that. Um, and this is a, obviously a port from a Mega Drive game called Desert Strike Advance. It's an EA game. Uh, Only released yeah. in America. I had to mm. get this because I love Desert Strike. Okay, Desert so Strike is a great series. And uh, the, the GBA game, the GBA port is a very good port of it. Yes. That's correct. Mm. So we're going to look at my puzzle games because I've got a number of them. So I have two Sega puzzlers. So I've got a Puyo Pop. Which is basically Doctor Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine in your hands. You know? <laughs> okay. And Ooh, you have uh, Super Monkey Super Ball Jr. Ball Jr. Now, okay. now this game, uh, weirdly enough, it look, actually looks better than the DS um, successor to it graphically because I think they had a 3D chip in the cartridge that made it look really good. So okay. that's the one to really play as well. It's a really well, well made game. Mm. Bubble Bubble, you can't go wrong with that, right? Can't go wrong. So it's old and new. So they've actually updated the graphics and sound, so you can play it old and new. Mm. How good! Um, and then you have this one. This one's a big <laughs> one. Mario vs. Donkey Kong. This was a, a, a new one for the franchise, and there was a sequel on the DS as well, Master yeah. the Minis. But this the original is really good. Definitely worth mm. having. Now, as, as, as an interesting one for the Sony PlayStation fans, look, we got Klonoa. Klonoa, Klonoa yes. Oh, yeah. um, I think there were another two oh, Klonoa, Klonoa games. Right. 
<laughs> this is a really good puzzle platform game and one that I'd recommend. It's a really, really good one. So there you go. Mm. Um, so you have that. Um, I have Columns Crown and Choo Choo Rocket, another couple of Sega puzzle games that I have there. So Columns is Columns, Choo Choo Rocket is a Dreamcast game we all know about. And yes. Columns is like an update make game. So that's that's pretty much it. And also, I think I already, I already talked about my NES Classic. So that's that's my collection. I don't have any mm. Dragon Ball games. For somebody who's asked about Dragon Ball games, I have played Dragon Ball Z, Legacy of Goku, and Legacy of Aww. Goku 2. Amazing Dragon Ball games. Um, uh, but I don't own them, sadly. But they're worth playing as well. So mm. yeah, that's my entire collection. I'll leave it, I'll get it back to you because I've hopped this for the limelight long enough. Oh no, it's, it's perfectly fine. Everybody has just been slavering and drooling right. over your collection, Viraj. Oh, <laughs> the thing oh, is, Sab, we here in we here in Timeless Gamer are very privileged to have seen to have had a had a uh, had a look at Viraj Katwadia's um, collection because again, here um, we appreciate people who collect, we appreciate people who have um, put in the hours to really curate. Uh, what they have in terms of their hardware and then their software so it's it's one of the it's a very it's a very special treat for us Viraj to have actually had a look at what you've got and showcase us uh, to showcase to us what um, the good and the good and the great when it comes to the Game Boy Advance uh, John looks like he's got a little bit of an opinion to offer as well uh, um, we have a few questions from the crowd mm -hmm. um, we're giving notice to uh, to Sir Bell Yes, Bell Valenzuela, the uh, the captain and the, for the the fearless leader of Pinoy Retro Gaming, who says, oh. "Do you have Pocky and Rocky with Becky?" I I, uh, I have it on Super. Well, no, I no 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 no. Sorry. No, <laughs> I, don't, I don't. It's a great game. I know it's a great game. Uh -huh. I don't have. It's just what I've, I've showed you is what I have, sadly. And of course, um, Itajano yeah. of Angel Santos, uh, one of the foremost and premier members of Pinoy Retro Gaming as well, who is asking. Do you have wizardry in GBA? It's, wizardry? It's, it's the same answer as the question before. Just what mm. I've got here, pal. You know, it's mm. just what I got. You know, sadly, uh, I couldn't. Go ahead, go ahead, Sadly, it's just what I got. So everything I've just shown you is everything that I have. This is my entire collection. That's I, his I, entire I have, collection. I don't have Mr. Driller two on GBA, but I've got Mr. Driller drill strips on the DS. So I have mm. that. It's the same thing. Um, um, I'll have to call on Miss Porter here because uh, Miss Porter and I are share. A love of DOS games and Miss Porter. Uh, have you ever played the Wizardry series? I haven't. It's the first time I've heard of it right now. It's a dungeon crawler series. Yeah. Uh, I would highly recommend it. Uh, I would highly recommend it uh, to Miss uh, to Miss Enson Porter because we are Miss Porter and I are planning on doing a DOS uh, episode wow. sometime in the near future, and highly recommended Miss Porter that you try at least one of the Wizardry games because that yes. is a really good uh, dungeon crawling series. I... Ray Q, uh, uh, JDM, if you could, if you can do me the honor of reading uh, reading uh, the, the chat from uh, Ray Q and probably. Um, a couple of others too. Oh yes, um, Reiki says thank you for sharing your collection, Viraj. Uh, Translated for him he's as well. Envious of you. Mm, oh, there you go. Oh, he's envious. Listen, okay. Don't be envious. I, I wasted my life. I've, I've got no life now. This is it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> wasted all my like, money on this stuff. Viraj, you know? uh, an old goes, the money back. I want the money uh, back now. Uh, uh, an old saying <laughs> yeah. goes: A life enjoyed to and lived to the fullest is never worth. Oh, thank you. There thank you go. You. Mm. Oh. All right. Very good showcase from Viraj. And uh, I don't. I'm not quite sure if he touched on a couple of the other popular franchises in games for the GBA. Were you able to show very, off very, uh, very the, the the any of the Pokemon games, Viraj? Uh, I, right. So it's very interesting you mentioned Pokemon. I had this conversation, I think, you know, in a private chat about Pokemon. Mm -hmm. 
Now, Pokemon is what made Nintendo a handheld power. So when yeah. the Pokemon Red, Blue, and Green came out, Game Boy sold like hotcakes. The colors mm. sold like hotcakes. With, exactly. with, with, with gold, gold and silver made the Game Boy colors sell. That was a system seller. And mm. even with the Game Boy Advance, it was Ruby and Sapphire and then Emerald. And I remember because when I worked in the game shop, there were 26 copies of Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire each. And all these other games, like say I've got this game, there are only mm. like three copies. I had one on the shelf and two in, in the back. So mm. Pokemon was so popular. That was the game, and I'll tell you why it was popular. Is that, uh, that parents only had to buy that one game with the SOP system, and that was their kid happy. And that game is so involving, as you can pump in so many hours of gameplay on it, you don't have to buy any other games. But me, mm. I'll get bored very quickly. I have to have a, I'd rather have all of this than just one Pokemon game. And that's <laughs> what it was. Um, so I do have Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire yeah. Pinball, as yeah, I but, uh, but, but Pokemon show. is a big, but Pokemon, it, it was a big franchise for Nintendo. I know it sounds a bit wrong, me admitting that in my mm. collection when I'm talking about the Game Boy Advance. Pokemon is Game Boy. That's where it mm. came from. Viraj was, yeah. was showing his box yeah. copy of Pokemon, uh, Pokemon Pinball Ruby and Sapphire. This, I've only got a, the loose copy. Yeah, I've got the box one because I'm, I'm better than you. But um, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm and, and I but no, admit to that. <laughs> okay, I'm only kidding. Understood. Understood. No worries. You guys probably have collections that outright nah, me because nah. your PS2s and everything. Game Boy Advance is my baby. Yeah. Ladies and, and gentlemen, we it. here in Timeless so, Gamer are perfectly fine with joshing each other because we, you know, we, you know, we're we're all good with jokes. We're all good with having a good time with each other because you know that's one thing that's that's missing in nowadays uh, everybody being able to make fun of each other and have fun with each other let's all just have fun let's all just enjoy each other's company let's all take a few jokes and have a, a few cracks oh each other i forgot because... one more game one more game i can't believe i forgot it i'm just sitting here mario kart it's the only racing game i own Alright, mm. this is a big game. I can't believe I forgot it. But yeah, that's Mario Kart. Super Mario Circuit. Kart. There's always one Mario Kart in every Nintendo console. They it is. Two. Yeah. You only make one. Mm. There was obviously F Zero, and there were so many Need for Speed games on the Advance. But this mm. is another thing I want to make a, make a point about quickly. It's like games like Sega did Sega Rally, Crazy Taxi. Mm. They're all right, but the thing is, when you make a 3D game on the system pushing its limits, the mm. graphics just look really pixelated, and they were just no fun to play. They were too jarring for me. And mm. that's why I think games like Mario Kart, maybe F-Zero can get away with it, but mm. you know what? Mario Kart is as much of a racing game as I really wanted on that handheld. It's only with the next generation with the DS that the graphics get smoother. Like, I've got Diddy Kong Racing on my, my Nintendo DS, and that's amazing. And I think, really, racing games really went into their own in the 32-bit, 64-bit era rather than the 16-bit stuff. That's Although why we have... If I remember correctly, Sega Rally had a really good uh, game yeah. on the Game Boy Advance. Uh, we have a, we have a question here from uh, from our fearless leader Bel Valenzuela, who says, "Love to see all your collections, Viraj. Do you also collect some Japan games?" Um, not for the Advance, and um, I have some Japan. I might have a Japan game on my Nintendo DS. Mm. That's and, that, and that's that, that we'll talk about another time, but not on the not in the advance. There you go. All right, Japan games. Uh, I don't even. I I can't even begin to fathom how large the Game Boy Advance library might be if we actually factor in the Japan games as well, not just the yeah. the, the U.S. or English translated but, games, but the Japan games. I imagine it would make the the entire 
GBA collections pandas. I can only imagine. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, there you go. All right. So we touched on Pokemon, the Mario series. Viraj showed a few good, uh, a few good ones, uh, particularly the Superstar Saga, Legend of Zelda. He mentioned uh, the Minish Cap, and I think Miss Charlene was also able to mention that a little bit earlier as well in the newly released Nintendo Switch uh, online library, if I remember correctly. That game is hard. That's a hard <laughs> the Minish Cap. There you yeah. go. It, it's know. just you know. Uh, I'll, I'll just do the game. I'll tell you that now. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, also one uh, one franchise that really made a good impact on the Game Boy Advance series. Uh, uh, just a really quick mention uh, because uh, it, we we talked about it a little bit on a prior Timeless Gamer podcast. You might want to check out the prior Tom Timeless podcast, Timeless Gamer podcasts on our archive in YouTube, Timeless Gamer PRG, or on uh, 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 Spotify and all the audio podcasts. We talked a little bit about. Uh, farming game so one genre that kind of really made a good impact on, on the handheld was the harvest harvest moon boy and girl uh was it was it boy and girl if i remember correctly a few other harvest moon games on the game boy advance were uh made their homes on the game boy advance and uh, a lot of people sunk a lot of time in them because yeah the farming games are amazing jdm uh, raising his hands one de Marcos. yes go ahead uh, the har about the harvest games was it the like uh gba port of the ps1 game or? it is yes uh the, ah. the harvest moon gba game is uh not a direct port but a not a one-to-one -one port but it had uh, it is the playstation one game on your hands system, but really did it have any like uh other games aside from if i remember correctly let me just uh let me just try and remember i do remember a lot of the harvest moon games really made their homes on the ds <laughs> but the uh, but the game boy advance uh versions of harvest uh, uh more and more friends of mineral town if i remember correctly was was uh was a was really one of the games that you would sink your uh, sink countless number of hours into and would, would stay fun from beginning to end Joe would contest that because of his uh, playthrough of Harvestella, but you know what can I say? <laughs> uh, Joe, Joe's introduction was uh, was very was uh, a little troubled in terms of harm. Uh, in terms it, of harm, it was a crash course. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. So uh, Viraj basically showcased us uh, um, an amazing selection of Game Boy Advance games, but uh, actually, first things first, let's have a very quick look at the uh, at the chats because. Uh, the people have been uh, have been clamoring for uh, for their favorites uh, on on the chat. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jarkus did say that uh, there will be a remake soon. Harvest Moon, Boy, Girl, and Non-Binary. Okay. <laughs> uh, 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 modern times, modern times. We uh, we we acknowledge modern times, but we are firmly retro in timeless game. I would also uh, like to acknowledge down there, Miss mm, Momo Cringe, yes. the better half of Mamuchu. Yes, uh, uh, Mamuchu is better half. Mamu Cringe says, Harvest Moon Hero of Leaf Valley is one of my favorites. A lot of tasks to do. Yes, completely agree with that one. Actually, any kind of Harvest Moon will, once you get tossed into it, once you once you get into the of it, it will eat away hours of your life. Uh, Chris John Esagunde says, Harvest Moon, if released in Game Boy Color version in GBA, yes, it did actually release in Game Boy Color. It actually released in DMG originally, if I remember correctly. But there are a ton of uh, there are a ton of games which we which we will segue into. Everybody here in the panel is now invited to mention their two 
most favorite Game Boy Advance games. Garage, you'll go a little later. Let's give okay. other other members a <laughs> little bit. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'll give you a moment to catch your breath. Yeah. And we'll let all the other panelists have a go. That's Limit a, that's a this and make up one. Yes, <laughs> two of your most favorite Game Boy Advance games. Okay. But for those of you who have not played the Game Boy Advance games yet, two of the games that you are kind of looked to playing now that you've been introduced to the Game Boy Advance. Let's begin with JDM. Let's have JDM's two most uh, favorite uh, Game Boy Advance games or the games that you are kind of looking forward to to play. All right. Uh, yeah, two favorite GBA games. Um, actually, I was uh, late in mm. the GBA games because uh, back in 2001, mm. I was only limited to the PS1 because mm. I was uh, back then I was in the province, so mm. I didn't have any. Um, I don't have any means to buy any handheld mm. consoles or the newer ones like the PS2. I didn't even know the PS2 came out uh, on 2001. So I played um, Mega Man Battle Network back in, oh. I believe, 2005. Good choice. And the first one? I, first yeah, the one, first yeah. one. Uh, mm. I've invested like quite some time playing Mega Man Battle Network. So it's about this kid called uh, Lan Hickory. Um, mm. Fun fact, Lan is um, derived from the acronym Local Area, local Network. area Network. Yeah. Right. <laughs> A little bit of computer networking. Mm. So in the year 20XXAD, as um, like uh, homage to the previous uh, Mega Man game, um, everyone was into like it. They have this version of the metaverse where they could. Um, I think uh, what they call their world. It's their um, version of the internet where you can yeah. jack in and uh, do tasks like um, send emails and stuff. Yes. And instead of um, the internet, they have this guide called the PETs or mm. uh, yeah that one when you jack in inside the network you become an avatar of your um, of your pet which is this one uh, Mega Man yeah uh, Rachman or Rachman XA in mm. Japanese version in Japanese yeah so this is very innovative because the reason why I I played this is I to be honest I'm not really good in platforming games so um, we know Mega Man as a platformer game, mm. but this one has uh, like a tactical strategy element. So it's like uh, it's not really a turn-based uh, game, but yeah. it's a re real-time strategy where you can use um, cards to attack your enemy. And the plot is there's this like organization that um, like hijacked the network. Uh, called the W3 World 3, so strange um, phenomena are happening inside the network, much like in real life, right? Uh, you have hackers and those sorts, and you have this um, a group of kids fighting off these hackers. So um, it has story. It's not just like you play or. Um, 
be it enemies, it also has story. So it's one of my favorite uh, games for the GBA. And the second one is going mm. to be the famous Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. Ah, uh, good choice. Uh, Very good, good choice. choice. Which is uh, mm. also a uh, tactical RPG. Mm. Um, go. It has, <laughs> it almost has the same plot of the Mega Man Battle Network because you have this bunch of kids who got isekai um, isekai right yes it's another isekai game mm-hmm. to a place called Ivalis. Mm-hmm. and yeah. through a if i remember it's through a book that uh one of the uh, siblings of the main character yes so mm-hmm. they went inside this this world called Ivalis, and i think there's uh one of the kids in the city was like the emperor or is the upcoming like is going to be the next in kin mm-hmm. and what i like about this game is it's a tactical strategy game mm-hmm. rpg game it's the, if you're a fan of the original game for the ps1 the uh, Final Fantasy Tactics. You will love this game, and it appealed to me. And I think um, most of people will agree with me. It appeals to your eyes because it it looks um, like cartoonish, unlike mm-hmm. in the unlike the original game where it's rich in story. This one, mm-hmm. even if you're a casual gamer, you can play this. The story is not that. Um, like massive mm-hmm. and you have these cute characters that they have added you can now play as moguls mm-hmm. those um banga banga was banga and yes the viera the those um uh those race that have this um rabbit ears then mm-hmm. they're mostly female so this is like uh, for me this is like i love tactical um strategy rpgs it's mm-hmm. like uh, it's like the offspring of Gary Kasparov and Gary Gygax at the same time. So, the Grand uh, Chess Master and Gary Gygax of um, Dungeons and Dragons. That's a really good analogy, JDM. A, 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 a love child between Gary Gygax and Gary Kasparov. <laughs> yeah. Nicely, nice, nice. I just played. realized that they're, they almost have the same name except for Gary Kasparov that has. Uh, mm. Has a, had an additional R in it, yeah, and that's true. also may I add if I could um, add one more like a like a wild card. We'll um, allow it. Go ahead. Mm. Okay. So we have if you're into um, open world games, mm. you also have GTA Advance. You can play uh, GTA on the go with GTA. Oh yeah, Advance. GTA on the it's go. Grand the, Theft Auto. Yeah, it's the like the what they call this. It's the prequel for the game GTA 3 that was released mm. in 2001, and this yes. was released in 2005. They did some mm. like first, uh, they did expand the story a little bit, mm. and it's the same uh, location, Liberty City. Mm. Liberty City. You have a unique. Um, Literally, it's canon to the game, to the whole uh, series, the three <laughs> D, um, the three D universe. So you, you are like in a Mexican standoff with the Yardis and mm. the I forgot, like the Yakuza's. Mm. So you play like a double agent between, and 
uh, as you can see on the video, it has the classic GTA vibes because yeah. you have the top-down, uh, like the top-down perspective. That GTA One and Two had the original top-down perspective. One didn't have too much of a story to it. It was just fulfilling missions and everything. Two got a little, got got kind of deep into the story, but three was where it all kicked off. And GTA Advance, as JDM uh, has mentioned, is a pretty good entry into this as well. It's, JDM yeah. continue. Yeah, you're about to say Viraj. Yeah. Well, I, uh, just very quickly on Grand Theft Auto um, Advance, I have played this game. Mm. The only criticism I'd say is it it was a bit slow in terms of how it, it moved, but yeah. I think that's the limitations of the hardware. Yeah, but it was it was actually groundbreaking that this was actually on the system. Mm. There was also a Grand Theft Auto game on the Game Boy Color as well. Game Boy Color. I don't think I've ran across that one. Really? Oh, or was it? Yeah, oh, really. is, was it just a port of GTA 2? If I remember correctly. Probably, yeah. But um, yeah. no, it's, it's 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 definitely outstanding. Mm -hmm. um, very quickly again, I know I just want to touch on the other two games. It was uh, Mega Man Battle Network. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. And this this is really interesting, and this is actually a feature the Game Boy Advance had, which nobody thought about. Okay. You can do cross compatibility with games. So I've got Boktai 2 here. Okay. On the back of the game box, you can actually connect characters from here to Mega Man Battle Network 5. And really? Mega Man Battle Network 5 to, yeah, Capcom and Konami had some sort of arrangement where those games were cross-compatible with characters. It says it on Very the back cool. of the box of, of Mega Man. So that's what I touched that, and that's really good. And yeah, Mega Man Battle Network, great game. ACDC mm. Town, land, all the little acronyms for the computer world that you're in and you're fighting the viruses. It's actually a very, very cool, cool game. And Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. I mean, I, I, I know we say we don't endorse piracy, but this is mm. a story of mine. For, so what I do, just so I'm, before I buy a game, is emulation mm. was rampant for Game Boy Advance in 2000. Yep. I used to run a ROM site and Nintendo shut me down. That's another story. Mm. But the fact of the matter is, out of all the games that were most either download meter, Final Fantasy Tactics Advance was the most downloaded ROM I had on that site. It was very popular. People wow. love that game. Okay. It's Final Fantasy. It's Final yeah. Fantasy, yeah, and it, it's a it's a nice little uh, intro to the tactical strategy genre. All right, excellent. Thank you very much, JDM. Excellent, Thank excellent you. choices. And um, and I think uh, it's because uh, it's uh, people who have not tried the Mega Man Battle Network series will have the chance now because the Nintendo Switch just came out with the Mega Man Battle Network yeah, collection. Two. If I remember One correctly, two. one and, One and two. two. It's just terrible, though, that it's impossible to find right now. If you guys are looking around for it, just it's going to be really, really hard to find. Okay. You can download it, though. <laughs> you can get it from Viraj. Yes, that, yeah. that, that, that Viraj was mentioning that well, one. I will right. say something about that game very quick, very quickly. That, mm. that, that it's lost its pixel-perfect look. It has, a, yeah. it has like a weird, like, sort of, someone's put cream all over the lens of that game. So well, it yeah. doesn't have that Oh, my look, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> look oh, at the guy it. flexing what he's got. Ah, and here I am oh scrambling God. around for scrambling around for a copy. Oh right there. You made that. You pre-ordered that one, didn't you, Joe? Joe is showing um, Mega Man Battle Network during my immediate. Uh, oh my on God! My, uh, on my emergency return to the Philippines a while back, so I got this. The only game that I bought from uh, from Data Blitz. Mm -hmm. I said I can only afford one, but it's well I worth. Can it. only, it's... I can only afford I one. Mean, how many games are in that one, Joe? Uh, have it's a quick look at the back totally of the box. Worth. How many games are inside? Uh, it says here, Mega, uh, I mean, Serverage you might know more about this one. It, but, it, but the back says Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection Volume 1. Yeah, which has four games. And Battle Network Collection 2, which has six games, so a total of 10 at least. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. There were so many on the advance, it's ridiculous. And it's not even including Mega Man Battle Network Chip Challenge. You know, mm. There's so many they made. Great value for your 
just joy. I, I would yeah. say with that one, you're, you're, you've got tons of gameplay on the go. One of the reasons why I got this first out of everything that has been released uh, the, on the same time, uh, the same season that this came out, I had a feeling this will go rare. Mm, it so will. I might as well just buy it now. It will, yeah. Either just... this or um, Atlayer Raisa 3 with, mm. with the yeah. thick ties. I'm like, <laughs> I can get those ties anytime I want. I knew that was exactly uh, why Joe got those. Trinity for. Trigger. <laughs> Trinity Trigger didn't. Uh, Trinity Trigger says uh, it got mixed reviews, so I said, okay, I'm not gonna get that one too. Okay. And then you got um, what else that came out with this one? Mm. So it's and then this one. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm I'm, I'm getting Mega Man. Mm. Well, there you go. So uh, a little bit of a little bit of the chats. A very quick look. Mel Mel Bryan with Stanley says nothing to see here. Mark Zach, nothing to see here. Excellent. <laughs> there you go. And of course, uh, Kiko Granales says magandang gabi sa inyong lahat. So uh, uh, translated, that's good evening to everybody. Uh, Kiko Granale did say that. So very good. Uh, Jarcos uh, Zajiban says back guys quake was minor but woke everyone up. My phone just got flooded with messages. Uh, I did not know that, Zar- uh, Jarkus, that there there was a quake that just happened right now. I hope everybody's all right. JDM, uh, he has his uh, hand raised. Yeah, I quick shout out to my good friend Kurt Labrado of uh, Damon Fox Gaming, mm. a good friend of mine here in the chat, and is uh, contributing some uh, games nice. in the chat. Very. Oh, good. I would lo- I would also like to give you a, sh- a quick shout out to Ernie. Uh, of the G3 podcast also there in the chat mm, Lee Charles Delena there you go hello Lee of the G3 podcast a very good friend of ours very very uh, very very informative podcast as well um, yes say hi to them if you guys get the chance uh, uh, Julius Ikdao with the exclamation point notify thank you very very much for the exclamation point notify for those of you in Facebook exclamation point notifies will show will either subscribe you to us allow you to follow us so that whenever we pop up with our timeless gamer podcast you will be notified or you'll be you'll find out if you're already uh, if you're already uh, following us or subscribe to us which uh, if you are wheels we're saying thank you very much jarkus zajiban says yeah australia's on a big plate but the eastern rangers are on a mini plate oh okay i did not know that i, I always thought australia was, was was just you know steady one large landmass that's why you guys have all we hardly get animals. any earthquakes here hardly okay and then i thought that was that that was one of the main reasons why you guys had all those dangerous animals yeah. over there you know like different thing <laughs> all right so thank you very much jdm those are jdm's two favorite game boy advance games with one bonus let's now hop on to uh miss charlene uh i don't know for somebody who hasn't had too much of a chance to speak with first miss porter what games do you have so far for the game boy advance two either two. one that you, two that you already have or two that you're looking forward to playing so before i begin with the two i'll just quickly mention uh games i love on the game mm. boy before i go to my favorites so yeah. this one is van helsing oh nice it's okay. a very very nice oh my god, of game. Oh my god. Mm. it has a actually a ps2 version and this one feels like onimusha because you level up you get orbs mm-hmm. you get uh magic and health so that's why i love the game mm-hmm. and in regards to the question earlier we have the dragon ball oh. z ah. legacy of goku 
Legacy of Goku and Boo's Fury. There you go. Oh, looks like I love action RPGs and I love both these games. So you can level up and it's a beat 'em up game as well. Mm. So it's fun. So for my actual favorites, uh, I actually do not have a cartridge of this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, has anybody played Sims Busting Out? Ah, Sims Busting Out, right here. Yes, <laughs> Sims Busting Out. Yes. I had go a ahead. feeling, Sir, Sir Joel. I had a feeling. Yes, <laughs> go ahead. Describe Sims Busting Out to us, Miss Miss. So uh, Ms. Sims, um, Sims Busting Out is a game on the Game Boy, but there's actually. Different iterations of the game. There's one on Xbox, GameCube, PlayStation 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one on the. Sorry, I'm looking for the video. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Joe can the... uh, Joe can uh, do us the favor of that one, but please continue, Miss Porter. Uh, there, I'm, I'm trying to share my screen. Oh, there, there it is. So, Sims Busting Out is a 2D game on the Game Boy. Oh, of course, 2D. So instead of the usual Sims where we. Um, Plan the lives of our Sims and let them go about their lives, just giving commands. In this one, we actually control one Sim, and there are mm. tasks that you have to do. Like this one, this is the uh, main character's uncle, so you do tasks. Um, yes. There's actually a story on this game, so it's mm. kind of linear. I think um, there's a lot of things you can do. You can earn money by doing. Mm. Uh, there's the picking up of uh, garbage and mm. whatnot. You yes. can do things for other people, you earn money, and there's actually, um, uh, I don't know how to describe it because there are aliens, there are, there's actually, <laughs> been, right, so, and there's actually a spooky, creepy, eerie thing to this game that mm. people describe that gives them nightmares and stuff because of the soundtrack. Well, not mm. this one, but more on the DS game. Mm. So what I like about this is um, you can control the sim. And really move the sim, not just give commands. Yes. There you, you can ride the. Zorro looks like Shaggy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you can, can customize, customize your sim. Yes. Yes, you can customize the sim. So you earn money, but like that, uh, for cleaning the the lawn mm-hmm. and other stuff. Like it's been a long while since I last played it, so it's on my wish list to get an actual cartridge on this. There's there are a couple on eBay, and I hope to get this one sometime in the future. Nah, it's a good one. It's a really good choice, Miss Porter. Yes, I recommend anybody who likes The Sims to play this uh, for a fresh breath of air in the franchise. Yes. Mm-hmm. This actually it, DS version, but uh, I like this one better for some reason. The nice thing about The Sims Busting Out is that it's task... <clears throat> sorry, sorry. Mission-oriented. And you, you don't... I mean, sure the, sure. the nice thing about The Sims is that you can actually do what you want. It's very open world. Uh, the the missions here in Asinat is that they actually give a little bit of structure to what you're supposed to be doing uh, with your sim uh, in Sims Asinat. So, excellent choice, Miss Porter. Um, what is your second uh, Game Boy Advance game? Uh, so my second Game Boy Advance game is actually what Sir Viraj mentioned earlier. Uh, I only have the Japanese version. Super oh, Mario. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Mario I'm confused. Yeah, yes, there. <laughs> yes, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. Because it's confusing, but it says Mario and Luigi RPG. So I get, yeah. I tend to confuse the names. So what I love yeah. about this game is, like Sir said earlier, if you love Super Mario RPG on the Super NES, you will love this game. Hey. Yeah, it has the original. 
English version in the box. I only have mm. loose parts in Japanese. That's fine. So. Mm -hmm. that's fine. That's fine. Alpha Dreams did a great job with this game, and I love it. It's a, it's a game that's very close to my heart. It's got a great sense of humor. Yes, uh, Viraj mentioned that. Yes, it's got an, an excellent, excellent sense of humor. Uh, please continue, Miss Park. Indeed. Um, there are lots of things you can do this, with this game because I love action RPGs, like I said earlier. Here mm. you can uh, control both brothers and do it like that. Do combined mm. moves. You can jump higher, move to um, gaps with mm. there, the twist. You can actually do that on the modern games. Um, this game made me purchase these. <laughs> yes. Ah, oh, there you go. Mm. The DS Bowser's versions. Yeah, the <laughs> so right. I love the Mario RPG. Oh, wait, oh, wait, oh, wait. Try it again. There. There, yes. go. there you yeah. go. There you go. There you go. It's four Mario sequels. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. There. So beautiful. Mm -hmm. Good choices. I mean, uh, it, I, we know that it's a GBA-centric game, but we are going yeah. to touch on DS games. Yes, Miss Porter, continue. Yeah, so what I love about this game is it's not turn-based, basically. Mm, yes. <laughs> like that, you can, even within the battle, you can do action while... Well, it's actually turn-based, but you can do... Well, it's not showing there, but... You, you press the A button <laughs> over the, the yes. guy, you get a bonus attack. So when you jump on an item, you press A quickly to make your attack more powerful. So mm. yes, you do have action RPG elements to it. Yes, yeah. it's a turn-based system, but it's actually a very well-engineered game and very unique mm. for its time and it did. And that's what makes it a really good game. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Mr. Raj said, I couldn't articulate it enough, but he got <laughs> it. There, there you go. But good so choice. You can actually... oh, sorry, sorry. Continue, continue, Miss Parker. Uh, good. You can also have combined moves here. Um, it's been a long while since I have also played this game. I'm playing the modern ones right now, so I'm not mm -hmm. sure which ones from the modern games uh, there are in the old games, the combined moves, I mean. For okay. the combined uh, game, uh, I, no, I, the combined moves, do they learn this throughout the game or they, do they have this um, firsthand? It's like as they level up, you get to learn more moves Anya, the brothers uh, super moves yes yeah, been a while since i last played it i forgot the names i'm more on the modern games right now mm -hmm. uh to quote from to quote from the television show uh, you get hooked on the brothers okay there you go <laughs> so <laughs> jdm is nodding his head He's, he, he knows exactly what i'm talking about <clears throat> all right very good excellent thank you very much miss porter excellent excellent choices now from uh we're doing this boy girl boy girl okay so uh, at first we had jdm then we have miss porter then let's jump on to uh somebody from the male species uh let's go to virage okay virage oh, let's oh hear uh, you've, oh, you've had your breather oh, let's hear your two favorite oh, uh, two favorite gba games now there you go uh, yeah i'm going to do it last <laughs> <laughs> Do so it, get do ready it. for some more eye candy, guys. Mm. Okay, so it's, 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 it's in, I've already, everything I've shown you, I've shown you anyway. But um, mm. it's, it's, a, it's, it's a tough one for me because, as you can see, I've played so many of these games. Not just owning them, I, I played these on, you know, via emulation back in the my Batman. But um, I, I, there are so many great games to this system, um, most of which I own, and I'm glad that I did own these. But um, look, this is the system where I explored so many new genres, and the Metroidvania genre was the first one that I. I, I experienced Metroid Fusion. You know, I, I thought, wow, what, this is the first Metroid game I played, by the way. Mm. And I love this game, but it was, it actually told you where to do and what to go, but it was a very well made game. And the Metroid games are easier when you get to that genre, but if you're like me, 
um, I like a bit of a challenge. And the other side of the coin for Metroidvania is well, Metroid is Castlevania, mm. and that's also where I was introduced to the sort of Metroidvania Castlevania game. So I never played Symphony of the Night. That's something I had to return to. But the first Castlevania game that I really played was also on this platform, and there were three. Now the first one was really hard, and it hurt my hands to play it, but I beat it. The second mm. one was difficult in terms of the way the map was, but okay. I still played it and enjoyed it. This is actually it's, it's probably the only time I'll ever say the easiest game is my favorite, and that's Castlevania Aria of Sorrow. You know, mm -hmm. that's the game. Now, this is very, like, again, it just happens to be very rare and collectible. It's a game that you should play. It's a staple system, I recommend you all give it if you haven't played a Castlevania game. Okay. Um, I love it because, um, okay, for those of you who played the, the Mega Drive, uh, Super Nintendo, and NES Castlevania, um, you know, where this one continues, okay, we've added a, a big map structure. We, you know, we've got a map there. We have, to, we have an exploratory element. It's not just a linear game. Um, you have to obviously collect currency. You can get go to the shop and get weapons. You have a um, level up system as well. So you, some characters, like when you try to attack them, they take a lot more hit points. And every time you kill a character, you, you gain experience and you level up. So you have an action RPG element thrown in there. There's one for you, for you, so Joe. You like action RPGs, you've got an RPG element in there. And you get extra weapons. You have like, you have so much depth to this gameplay. And this is actually set after the death of Dracula. This is actually the most recent canonically you know, made game in the series of Castlevania. So Dracula's been defeated, but this is about uh, a student called Soma Cruz has inherited his powers, and it's about the, you know, his, his castle mysteriously appears, and his girlfriend's gone missing, and you've got to try and work out what's going on. And the story and the plot thickens. So, you know, it's it's definitely a, a great game, and it's my, my favorite um, on the Game Boy Advance series, sure. So definitely one that you should all give a go, because the other two mm -hmm. I would say are very difficult before it, but this one's actually playable for all people, and that's why it's um, that's why it's a really really good game to play. You know, I'd, I'd recommend it to all of you sitting here because I think it's accessible by mm. some other means. There's also a Castlevania Advanced Collection on the Switch you can get, which has the three Castlevania games, and that's mm. gold. Get Ooh. it, download it on the eShop, or just buy it because they're all good games. All right, so it doesn't you don't have to pay like four hundred pounds, which is what this is going for. Mm. You don't have to. Oh. You, can just, you can just download. You can just download like the, well, you can either get the download code or play it legitimately by your Switch. So let's start playing it. A little bit game. of an interjection. Uh, Viraj from our our uh, timeless gamer panelist who sadly could not make it today but is uh, doing his best to uh, to hold the fort in chat Dan Faulkner did uh, is saying as Viraj will undoubtedly know Area of Sorrow is a big fave amongst the Castlevania community up there with mm -hmm. Symphony of the Night and Bloodlines as the most popular Definitely, uh, there you go idea. and uh, from from Miss Mama Cringe when I heard about Makes my finger hurts. Castlevania came to mind, and it is. There you go. <laughs> my thumbs, my thumbs are hurting on the first first Castlevania Circle of the Moon. If you really want a challenge, Dan, I challenge you to beat that game. That's hard. Oh, you there hard you go. Game to play. Uh, and games. Play that one. I'm hearing Dan say in 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 my mind right now. Challenge accepted, mate. There you go. Challenge <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right. So uh, the next game. Shall we move to the next one? Um, All right. God, there, there are so many. There are so many great games on the system, and this is not me casting shade on them because I love I love all of my collection uh, mm. a lot. And I'm I'm going to sell these eventually in July because they're just worth so much money and I can really buy them. Um, this one I'm, I'm actually quite reluctant to sell, and I'll, you'll see why when I show it to you. And this is actually my favourite game on the system. Okay, it's WarioWare Twisted. WarioWare okay? Twisted. Twisted. Yes. Now this game, what makes it so special? And I, I did show you the cart earlier. Here it is again. Mm. This is when Nintendo were. It's, it's actually tells a really good story about Nintendo and the direction they were going with gyroscopic technology. It was obviously created before the Wii was out. Okay, and the Wii came out, and they used the technology mm. in the Wiimote and the gyroscopic technology they were using. Now. This game, you basically, you plug it into your Game Boy Advance and, 
you know, the only button you have to press is the A button, and it's a motion sensor. So you put the cartridge up in there, and you tilt the advance, and you press A, or whatever, and it's, it's mini games. And basically, you have about 10 to finish before you, you know, you, you, you beat the level. And you've also got these new Wario characters. They have these little micro games. It's part of a weird, quirky story. But the idea is you get through them. And again, like there's, there's more of a challenge because you have less, you can actually make the game harder. So there's so much replay there. There's also unlockables in this as well. So you have a little a toy room. There's actually mini games you unlock. It's just, there's just so much packed into this game that makes it, and this is the key word here, suitable for gaming on the go. It's a suitable handheld game that can be engaged and thrall. As you can see, it's, it's got some quirky graphics in there. It's really good. And it might think, what is this? Is this really for me? Um, Yes, it is because you, you will play. When you play it, you're like, okay, it's simple. It's like basically, uh, you know, mini games on the go, and you never get bored because before one game is over, you've got another one and you fresh start. So the game will mm -hmm. always keep it, keep it fresh. Um, yes, this is the, the Mercury motion sensor on it, Darkest, so it's common in there. And, you know, it's, it's actually very responsive, it's actually a really well made game, and it's innovative, and that's what I like about it. Another game that's basically impossible to emulate, by the way. Yeah, well, you can put a patch on it, and, but instead of like the motion sensors, you use the D-pads instead of going left and right, and you can do it, but it's not the same. Believe mm, me, no, guys. No. The only way to play this game is via the copy, via the actual way it is. And you know what? If you can get it, do it, because it's worth it. This is a game you should have in your collection. If you can get it, you'll never get bored. You'll never put it down, because it's so addictive. It's such mm. a good game. So that's my Get it from Mirage. Get it from Mirage. This does go for a lot of money on eBay, by £250. Um, mm. But yeah, it's, it's, it's expensive. But if you can find it cheaper part only, go for it. All right, that's my, my, my two favourite. Again, I'm splitting hairs because that, that will change in time because I'll probably go back and forth. But they're very, two very good. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing about our favourites. They constantly change. Sure, you they might have an all-time favourite that will never, ever change. But as you get to experience new things, you will, they kind of shift. So the favorites that you have right now might not necessarily be the favorites that you have in the future. Hey, that, that's that's the nice thing about gaming. It's very, very dynamic. All right. Thank you very much, Faraj, for, you. uh, for your two favorite Game Boy Advance games. Let's hop on to the next. Uh, let's hold on to our pattern and let us jump to the next female on our list. Miss Charlene, let's listen to your two favorite Game Boy Advance games, either the ones that you've already played or the ones that you are kind of looking for to play. Well, the ones that I've actually played is Dragon Ball Advance Adventure. Mm -hmm. So basically, this is on based on the anime series of the first Dragon Ball. If you guys are actually familiar with that game on the Game Boy Advance, though. Literally, this is based on Goku. So uh, you can only play two characters, so that whether it's uh, Goku, if you already finish uh, the entire game, you can unlock Krillin. Uh, basically, it's more like a adventure platform game battle mode like you're in tenkaichi budokai yeah something like that you can also um upgrade uh also level up uh, against uh enemies uh if you defeat all the boss levels though your hp level will be increasing more and more in time let's say for example if you yamcha uh yamcha is uh, like one of the first boss levels then your hp level will be increasing even uh like your kamehameha will be also increasing or something like that so the final boss level will be here around uh, is uh piccolo uh piccolo is uh, basically the last boss level on Dragon Ball the first season uh, that's what I actually played all over again and again so I'm actually Back looking forward to this game Yamcha respect 
Not when Yamcha was still something. Yeah, that's right. Well, Yamcha used to be an enemy from Goku. That's right. Yamcha used to be an enemy from Goku, but now Goku became friends with Yamcha. So basically, he encounters so many friends like with Krillin, uh, Master Roshi, Bulma. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, I forgot the cat character though. Uh, together with Yamcha. Uh, what's the character? Oh, there, Puan. Puan. Yes, Puan. that's right. And also, uh, he also met Tenshinhan and Chaozu and a whole lot more enemies though. Uh, A whole lot of friends that Goku actually met. Goku befriends everyone. Yes, yeah. he befriends and, everyone. And they become trash after. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Goku mm. wants to make friends with enemies, even though their enemies don't like really Goku at all. So advice: don't become friends with Goku if you want to keep strong. Okay, continue. <laughs> <laughs> What happened to launch? To launch, uh, um. For basically, launch is still on the anime series, but technically on Gla- Dragon Ball Z, um, he stopped actually um, showing her up yeah. there on the episodes. Nah, that's fine. So, I mean, Akira yeah. Toriyama said he he did admit he he, he forgot about launch altogether. <laughs> <laughs> But, no, he, yeah. he, 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 he did admit that at some yeah. point. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he introduced with so many characters. Oh shit, we forgot one of the hottest girls here. Yeah, <laughs> got married or oh, not? Got married? I'm not quite sure. She hooked up with Tenshin Han, right? I think. Yeah, but she's not actually married to Yon. Nah, Tenshin Han. Uh, Tenshin Han was. Uh, Tenshin Han is a furry. What? Yeah. <laughs> He's uh, anyway, 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 anyway. I played this game. It's actually very well, well made. It actually mm. plays very good. Um, I like how you know playing it on original hardware, not emulation. Yeah. Um, it, the buttons are very responsive. I like the combinations you can do when you're fighting. It's a lot of fun, and I think this one after Legacy of Goku and definitely the, my favorite Dragon Ball. Exactly. The first, last part that I really want is the Kamehameha. If you fully blasted. Goku, um, right against his enemies, even his uh, stick. Uh, I'm not quite sure what I'm. I forgot actually the controls of that game. No. What I did as well is dash, jump, and use Kamehameha at the same time. That's what I always spam on this game. Yeah, that's what I actually learned about the Dragon Ball series. But uh, for more likely, I really wanted to play this game all over again, again, even during my streams. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of people have actually said that the, the storyline to the original Dragon Ball, not Z, not Super, or anything, yes. is actually yes. a lot a, a very good storyline. For those of you who have not experienced the original Dragon Ball, I highly recommend that you give a, the original anime a shot. Miss Charlene is likely going to agree with me on that one. Up oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh. All right, so that oh, is our that. Okay. Miss Miss Charlene's choice for her first game. Second game, Miss Charlene. Let's have a let's yeah, have a go. Yeah. Just to be, just oh. to be sure, and I want this- just to make it clear, because maybe some fans will be confused with this, especially those who never even experienced to watch the first Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. About the elder mm-hmm. Piccolo in this one, right? Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Ah uh, yeah, because because some some fans who never get to watch the first Dragon Ball mistaken the Piccolo we know mm-hmm. with the. With his father, which is the original Piccolo. Mm. Yeah. It was King Piccolo. King Piccolo. Was There you go. Yeah. Piccolo. Uh, Dragon Balls. Excellent. excellent. Ma Junior. 
<laughs> All right, Miss Charlene. Sure. <laughs> Let, let's hear your second choice okay. for your favorite Game Boy Advance game. For the second one, that should be uh, Sonic Advance. That Mirage mm. actually oh, saw, which is like, there you which go. Is a, <laughs> that I like. Uh, okay. So okay, basically, the storyline is different. There are three parts actually. One, two, and three. Uh, one. One of the hardest ones I've ever faced in my entire life. So you can actually translate it into English or Japanese. Uh, so the stage of this uh, platform is really hard and complicated. Unlike on the first basis of the first Sonic the Hedgehog game, this platform is quite difficult to control, especially if you're using Sonic. Um, let's say you're going up and down, jump, uh, going up and dash. I prefer using uh, Tails because he's one of the easiest characters that I ever um, use. Uh, of course, Tails can fly. Um, yeah, Tails can fly. That's what his only power is. And the worst part that I don't like here is that the special stage of this game. Um, if you guys are actually uh, playing this Sonic Advance, if you could actually see the gameplay of this, the special stage, if you are getting all seven Chaos Emeralds, uh, the, pl the stage of this game is like uh, a round circle, uh, like a vortex, yeah. like a hole. They are yeah. going on the hoverboard mm -hmm. that you need to collect all the rings. Uh, that's what I'm having a hard time actually you, you just gotta practice harder you gotta practice a bit harder i'd actually say that the sonic 2 special stage is probably the hardest one um but I'll oh yes this one, that's... this this one i actually really enjoyed the special stage i love the special effect that it has when you're going down that vortex and he's on his little snowboard you got that music and that music is wonderful when you're going through the specials and yes collecting that's... all the emeralds is the challenge and how you get the special emeralds is um so how you get the special stage the secret springs in each level there's a spring in every level you have to explore and find that spring to get into that special stage and yeah, and that's how you get all the Chaos Emeralds. And the benefit is, okay, you get to go supersonic only at the end of the game, and you got that special sweet at the end. But that's your got, that's that's basically it. I'm, I'm very into this game, but I, I love it. <laughs> it's, it's very, it's, and you get to play with. And the great thing about this game is it's multifaceted. You can beat with Sonic, Tails. But if you want to play the easy mode, I call it playing with Knuckles and Glide and more versatile characteristics. And if you want to play it on like an interesting mode, you've got Amy, because she's got the little, um, she's got the little hammer that she can bash enemies with. So they all have their, their special features, all these characters. And um, I think that's what makes Sonic Advance a really great game. I think it did over a million copies. It was very popular when it came out in 2000, 2002. Um, that's right. And that's why it spawned on so many sequels. But I think if you want traditional Sonic game, because if you're saying this is fast sharding, Sonic Advance 2 is faster. Okay, that's a much harder game. I'd say Sonic Advance 1 is probably the easiest out of the trilogy, but I think it's probably the most balanced out of the trilogy. There's a lot more you can do with it. And I, I thoroughly enjoyed this game. Yes. Yeah, now you have blast processing in a Nintendo game. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. And like, wow. And I got actually a comment from Dan Faulkner, and he said, "Don't forget to sing Sega Motive." Sega. There you go. <laughs> of course, can't possibly get through. Can't possibly get through a Sonic uh, review. Sega. Very much for the copyright strike, Joe. <laughs> 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 Well, it, it does actually say. Whoever actually did say, that. Say, yes. It does actually say Satan when you boot this game up, so it does have that. Oh, there you go. Okay. Exactly. Excellent choices, Miss Charlene. Good choices for uh, for the Game Boy Advance. Now, since uh, since Miss Charlene uh, just went ahead, let's go to uh, Miss Charlene's uh, partner in crime, Sir Pao. Sir Pao, I know 
that you haven't had the chance to play uh, Game Boy Advance yet. But out of all of these games that you've seen so far being showcased by Viraj, by everybody, and has been talked about in the chats, uh, Darren Power first, though, says, I'm here, excellent. And of course, um, he also says, you got to say it like Viraj, Sega. Okay, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sir Power, are there, is there any one or two games that have caught your fans and that you're interested in? Well, despite not, o- despite not owning a Game Boy Advance, I get to experience playing some games thanks to the... Thanks to the invention of what we call game emulation nowadays. Mm. Although, I'm going to have to look into that thing. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Although that's a no-no for some people out there. And sorry sorry about that if nah, you disagree nah, nah. with it. It's convenient him. for me. Well, 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 there's legitimate emulation such as Switch Online. So it's not a no-no. Yes, game. absolutely. Yeah. That is true. That is very true. Continue, Sir Pop. True. So... Even, so even though I was just I was just a borrower of a, of a Game Boy Advance back in the day, wherein I get to experience playing some games like NES and NES Multi Cards, uh, a, a WWE, the WWE game that I don't even want to recommend because you're gonna get your A kicked. <laughs> the the game that I will the, the game that I love the most and I would love to recommend are are the entire Super Mario Advance games one to okay. four, mm-hmm. especially the ver- the first Super Mario Advance. Hear me out on this because the other the other three the three that followed the first one only have minor changes from its original Super Nintendo. From its original Super Nintendo port, say for example, the, the Super Mario Advance 2 is just Super Mario World ported into a handheld, and the only difference is that you can alternate your game by switching between Mario and Luigi. Hmm. Third one, which is the port of Yoshi's Island, only gives Yoshi a voice. So if you want to hear Yoshi doing a flutter jump like he's having a constipation, then you should play the handheld port. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. The fourth, the fourth one, yeah. the fourth one is Super Mario, is Super Mario Three remastered, and the only difference with there is that the line, line up, line up the object game is more of a gift that give, a gift that keeps on giving because this time instead of just a symbol of spade, it changes to different symbols based from playing cards. Mm. After you get the after you get a jackpot from the spade, it becomes hearts, it becomes club, then it becomes diamond. With diamond being the most helpful of all since the diamond is an, is a sure win of 10 up or an extra 10 lives. Cool. For, the, forming the number three from top, middle, and bottom. As for the first one, the, the first Super Mario Advance, if you hate how difficult Super Mario 2 is, then you should, then you should go for the Super Mario Advance because this is the much easier version of Super Mario 2. It's like making it's like making Super Mario 2 being be more of an adults game than the Super Mario Advance from from the Game Boy Advance because an adult game Super Mario is Super Mario is an adult game. Uh, anyway, <laughs> oh, sorry. What I mean to say is. Uh, 
a game that an adult could finish better than yes, a uh, well, Sorry about the term confusion. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> adults, anyway. and, and you know, you still played with that anyway. Adults finishing. Anyway, yeah. continue. Okay. <laughs> And, and I and I completely forgot that this is family. Show. Yes, it's a family show, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry, children. Anyway, continue, Sir Paul. <laughs> so as I, so as I was as I was pointing out, Super Mario Advance is has become an easier port of Super Mario 2 since there are a lot of different things that have been changed from the original, like certain elements, larger enemies, easier way to replenish your hearts. And uh, and the fact that the original was actually called Doki Doki Panic for the Famicom Disk System. That was the biggest yes. thing. Yeah. Right. So in the Mario uh, game, was it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and as some game reviewers would would say, the Super Mario Advance feels more like a Mario game than the original Super Mario 2 that was, as Viraj mentioned, uh, was only copied from Doki Doki Panic back, yeah. back yes. in the 80s. So right. that's my that's my recommendation, especially if you want to to finally see or to finally somewhat finish a Super Mario 2 only mm. ported differently under the handheld compatibility of the Game Boy Advance. All right, okay. Uh, maybe Mario still annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Was Baby Mario still annoying? Ah. Uh, I, baby Mario is always annoying. I'm sorry to have to say that, but you know, <laughs> yeah. it's yeah, true. Yeah, that's true. Even true. even even in even in SMA3 or, or Yoshi or the Yoshi's Island port, Mario Mario still cries very loud when he's away from Yoshi. It's kind of like they Aww. made they went out of their way to design him that way. But you know, what can I say? <laughs> All right, excellent choice, Sir Pao. Uh, do you have a second one though, or sh- should I go next? Well, you could go next now since uh, since the entire Super Mario Advance has four games and that's and right. that's more than just what I recommended. All right, so this is what we're going to do. I'm going to give mine and then I'm going to pass it off to Joe to give his and then close out the show, okay? So, um, in my case, I'm going to cheat a little bit because I'm going to show I'm going to do what uh, I'm going to do uh JDM did. Uh, I'm going to show two and one bonus. So, Uh, in my case, all right. Uh, this is the time when uh, this is the portion where uh, where Joel will do the flexing. No, 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 no. I'm not gonna do much flexing right now because of the fact that um, I've only got uh, I've only got uh, uh two Game Boy uh Game Boys uh Game Boy Advances. I've got a modified Game Boy SP uh modified Game Boy Advances uh because of the fact that I. I don't like changing out batteries. Uh, the original Game Boy Advance had uh, uh, AA batteries that you had to keep changing out, and I, I, I don't like stealing the batteries control. And I have the Game Boy Micro, which Joe was very generous enough to have sent over all the way from the Philippines when he went there one time to uh, to go shopping at one of the RGCP events. So thank you very much, Mr. Jonas Oberon. Uh, this is my Game Boy Advance Micro. Uh, the, the, uh, hardware-wise, uh, the Game Boy Advance is so good that some modern handhelds are actually trying to emulate it. Uh, the RG, RG300X uh, from Anbernic uh, right there. I is trying to emulate it. Compare the RG300X The Game Boy Micro, they're they're highly similar to each other size-wise, though they're they're not the same. The RG300X is still uh, is still uh, larger and uh, makes for a bigger screen. Uh, good for on-the-go gaming, but in terms of games, I'll cheat a little bit. I'll use um, 
Fantasy Star Collection for uh, for Dan Faulkner's enjoyment. Fantasy Star <laughs> Collection is a compilation of the first three Fantasy Stars. Fantasy Star One. That's the second Fantasy Star Collection of this show. Yes, there you go. Exactly. The fa- because it's oh, so yeah. good. The Fantasy this Star is, series is just so good. One, Fantasy Star 1 first came out for the Sega Master System. Fantasy Star 2, which is the Empire Strikes Back of the series. Fantasy Star Fantasy oh. Stars 3, the red-headed stepchild of the series, but is still very important. And it's just lacking Fantasy Star 4. It's just lacking it Fantasy Star 4. <laughs> I know. It's, it's, it, uh, fan- it, I almost never chance upon any compilation where there is an actual Fantasy Star collection from 1 to 4, except in the Sonic Genesis collection for the PlayStation. Fantasy Star 1 is an unlockable, and it has Fantasy Star 2, 3, and 4 complete in it. Dan Faulkner is saluting yeah. me, and I'm saluting you it's, right back, Dad. It's also, on the, it's also on the Nintendo Switch Sega Mega Drive collection. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. Star 2, 3, and 4, they're there. I've got it. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Very cool. I have to get that too. Um, to uh, I showed this a little bit earlier, and Aviraj has his copy as well. Um, uh, uh, Pokemon Pinball. These are my top two recommendations. I'm a pinball guy myself because I'm old. I'm 50 years old. I started gaming both on 1979 arcades called Seawolf and Pinball Machine. So my recommendation for everybody, I know not everybody's into pinball, but Pokemon Pinball Ruby and Sapphire is my recommendation for gaming on the go because you can collect your Pokemon while playing pinball at the same time. It has two tables that you try to collect all how many Pokemon are there? I completely forgot. I've just been collecting them. I don't even count how many how many Pokemon I collect. I just play through it. It has special mechanics like uh, having the ball fall into different stages. Um, uh, the the pinball itself being turning into a Pokeball that captures the Pokemon that start wandering across your pinball table, and. Uh, it's got good pinball physics too. It's not like one of those wonky pinball games where uh, you you flip the ball and it goes all the way into the ga- uh, all to, all the way to the other side of the galaxy. Pokemon Pinball Ruby and Sapphire is my number uh, my one of my two favorite uh, Game Boy Advance games. Uh, as uh, as a connoisseur of the obscure, uh, another me- uh, member of the of uh, the connoisseur of the obscure is uh, is in the panel right now. There's Juan de Marcos <laughs> as well. I love games that are uh, absolutely unknown that people have never heard of. That people will just say, "Wait a minute, I know that one. I haven't played that in three decades, thirty years." Or does that game exist? <laughs> or does that game has that game ever existed? One of my most favorite games of all time, back in the old DOS games, is a game called. Uh, Sim Tower. I don't know if anybody remembers that game, but Sim Tower is my jam. It's that. It's a game where you build a where you build a building and put in all the different rooms there, like offices, uh, condominium, and um, uh, 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 like facilities, like cleaning cleaning staff, security staff, and everything. And you build the rating of the game. I saw Miss Miss Porter's face light up when I mentioned Sim Tower. She she was very happy when I mentioned that game. <clears throat> that Hello, game. Sim Tower. <laughs> The Sim Tower is absolutely amazing, mm-hmm. and it's it's a little it simulates how people in a in a tower in a in a in a tall building live. So uh, like office people living there, cleaning staff, security, events, and everything. And you raise the rating of your tower from one star to five stars. The ultimate goal is if you can raise your tower rating to five. And it was running on DOS. Lo and behold, 
it came out on the Game Boy Advance called the Tower SP. This one is a sealed copy. I was able to luck out on the on the very last one on Amazon one time, and I got it. The Tower SP is a faithful port of Sim Tower on the Game Boy Advance. If you guys have ever hankered for uh, for playing Sim Tower, there you go. Joe is showing it on the screen right now for for those of you who are, are on the audio podcast. Uh, you do well to have a YouTube video of Sim Tower or the Tower SP on the Game Boy Advance. You build the tower to spec and you try to raise your rating from one star to four stars in this case uh, on the Game Boy Advance. And it has a little bit of a little bit of guidance from uh, uh, from an old man called Yamaguchi who give you serves as both your financer financier and uh and uh the guy who gives you missions so you see people leaving the offices getting angry that the that the elevator is taking so long you have to plan your elevators very very well there putting in stairs putting in bathroom putting in uh restaurants and facilities and everything a, a modern version of it is called uh Project High Rise, if I remember correctly, I could be wrong on that one. I'm remembering it. It's on Nintendo Switch. Uh, yes. Project Project High Rise. It's a modern version of it, but it's it's an inferior version, if you ask. Sim Tower or the Tower SP is the way to go if you want to play it on the go. Uh, this is my absolute most favorite Game Boy Advance game ever. Wherever I go, I've got I've got the loose copy here inside of my inside of inside of my Game Boy, the, the one that I bring along whenever I go. But those are my two most favorite games. Oh, and another thing, since I'm an accountant, you can. Uh, it's very important that you handle your finance really, really well with this game, with with the Tower SP. It shows profit and loss statements. It, it'll bore the tears out of anybody else, but for accountants like me and who have aspirations of building towers and and things like that, and Miss Porter is going to is smiling right now because she 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 understands my joy when it comes to Sim Tower. The Tower SP is my number two most favorite game on the Game Boy Advance, Pokemon Pinball number one, uh, Sim, the, the Tower SP2, and those are my two favorite Game Boy Advance games. I'm passing it off to Joe now for his most favorite Game Boy Advance games and to wrap it all up. Joe! Alright. Um, on my side, oh, before we uh, before we do that, so, um, so we're still uh, we still got a few people there at the chat, so Sir Dan is there. Uh, thank you, Sir Dan. Uh, Sir Ray Q is there, uh, among others. So uh, we were able to ask a few people from uh, from PRG, asking them what would be their uh, their notable games for the Game Boy Advance, and we got a few coming from them. Mm. And says here. Oh, let me just share that. On the screen right there so Rosalo uh, oh. says a uh, risk place mm-hmm. final fantasy tactics and zone of enders mm-hmm. uh sir jansen of page name required he says knights of lotus battle bots sir romel of core gundam place um igdra union and the minish cap uh, legend of zelda sir jello says beyblade g revolution Ayan says the Castlevania Area of Sorrow. That's what this is. Sorrow. Yeah. Um, JDM already mentioned be- the battle, uh, the Mega Man Battle Network. Tito Homan says Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. That's the second one. 
And the Aria of Sorrow, another one for Aria of Sorrow. Mm -hmm. And then Sir Paul already mentioned the Super Mario Advance games. And he did mention Street Fighter 3, which Sir Viraj um, has shown us. Yeah, he showed uh, us. It's Alpha 3, Alpha 3. Alpha 3. Not to be confused. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Sir Aries mentioned Tony Hawk Pro Skater 4 and yeah. Great News Galaxy. So out of all of those games mentioned, guys, do you have any uh, do you have any recollection of any of those games, any knowledge of those games? Yes, I will say that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yes, Reviraj. <laughs> yeah. um, all of them uh, Reviraj. I mean, <laughs> Final Fantasy Tactics is a classic. You know, I, I mentioned earlier that the download on my, you know, my illegitimate site many is high. That was probably the most downloaded game by the entire system back in 2003. That actually stole E3 2003. 2003 was the Game Boy Advance at its peak. I remember watching the and seeing all those amazing games being announced for that year and the year after. 2003, 2000, the games that came out there were just amazing. And they weren't just, you know, what I loved about the Advance is Nintendo didn't have any competition. But I'll tell you what, typically I've always been, I'm always an advocate of there being a competition there because it forces developers or Nintendo themselves to actually up their game. Nintendo still had quality content in 2004, and I do respect actually coming out with some good stuff. Not just Nintendo, developers such as Square Enix, developers such as Konami, developers such as Capcom, there was some, and even Sega. Sega put out, Sega were a big, big for Nintendo. Sega, remember, they crashed out with Dreamcast, but they still developed some really good, solid hit for the advance. So, all of them did amazing work. So, Final Fantasy Tactics, definitely that's one that's going to be up there. Um, you know, Aria of Sorrow got two mentions in that list. What do I say? And it's my favorite as well. It's up there. It's an amazing Castlevania game. If you have, if you want to play one Castlevania game for the system, Aria of Sorrow. So mm. yeah, definitely two standouts. Street Fighter Alpha Three. Um, I like. It. I prefer Turbo Two Revival because the sprites are bigger and it just plays better in my opinion. But Street Fighter Alpha Three is another good quality title because the thing with portable gaming is it has to be suitable for that format and. Even though you know, I'm a hypocrite saying this, I have a lot of RPGs mm. and they're actually really good for game on the go, but they do take a lot of time. But really, game on the go now, people use their mobile phones a lot. That's the biggest yeah. handheld thing. And mm. people just want to play easy games. There are some more hardcore games that rival that in terms of the graphics of a PSP on the go, but mm. there are a lot of games that really go really well. Um, how does the Alpha Port 3 compare to home console versions? Mm. It is scaled down, but it does justice to the home console versions. But let's be honest here, you only have four action buttons on the GBA. What do you think, Dan? Right. You know, it's mm. obviously a Obviously, it's a water-down port, and obviously you haven't got like the, the RAM part you would on a Sega Saturn, shall we say, which mm. made the graphics look better. So obviously it's scaled down, but it plays really well anyway. But Street Fighter Turbo 2 Revival is the best fighting game. If we go back to Sonic Battles, a really good new one. Um, I believe the only yeah. difference of that Alpha of the Alpha 3 of GBA to others is that there's no announcer. But other than that, it's yeah. still somewhat faithful it's to the actual gameplay. Does it matter? Does it really matter that yeah. there's no announcer? It's all about yeah. the gameplay. And that's mm -hmm. what you want what? them to go. I mean, all these extra features, you know that... The thing is the thing, like, I think, who was it that mentioned Van Helsing? It was you, Ensign, yeah. right? Yes, Van Helsing. You mentioned Van Helsing. Now, the PS2 version of that got critically panned. I remember putting it on my shelf in the game shop and nobody bought it. It got four out of ten reviews from oh. IGN. I remember that game because I loved Van Helsing as a movie. I was disappointed. Van Helsing was a great movie. Was, Trust was, me on that one. I okay. love Van Helsing the movie. And Sierra no, Games what? made it. Yeah, Sierra I do. It's, it's a, a great tribute to the, to the classic monster. I'm surprised you don't yeah. like it, Joe, because it's got Kate Beckinsale in it. I wonder if you liked it at least for that. Yeah. Kate Beckinsale. <laughs> <laughs> if you want
sure. I, I, th- that's underworld. Well, yeah. Van Helsing. Oh Van Helsing too. She was doing the same yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. She's there, but come on, uh, it's you, Jackman. <laughs> All right. Okay. Whatever. So Sierra Games made the Van Helsing, and you think Sierra Games make really good content? They've been making that it for years, right? Yeah. They made the first RPG for, for mm-hmm. computers in the eighties. Mm-hmm. What did they do wrong with the, with the PS2 port? But the Game Boy Advance game. It's actually a better game than the PS2 one. Yes, it's quite simple for what it is, but that's what you want on a handheld. You want gaming and go, you want it to be scaled down. You want it to be a, a, you know, a snap, a bite of what a console version should be. The console version, and this is the problem with a lot of licensed games back then, and licensed games even now, a lot of them come out and they just don't have that quality because they expect it to sell on that license, on that IP. And I think that's where, that's where it struggles a bit. But if you're looking at Van Helsing on the advanced, Okay, it's an okay game, but it's not as bad as a PS2 port, and that's what I'm trying to say. Um, so there you go. Uh, JDM has, has raising his hand. Correction, people actually bought the PS2 game, but mm. they made them as Frisbees. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. I mean, I, I guess if you're if you if you had money to burn, then that's what you did. There you go. Uh, I we didn't do this. Uh, we didn't do this because we were kind of pressed for time. But I'd like to relate a little bit of an anecdote uh, <laughs> regarding the Game Boy Advance Micro. Uh, we were not able to do, do personal anecdotes, but the Game Boy Advance Micro. When I got here in 2007 in the United States, one of the fir- uh, one uh, one of the first places that I went to, I, I landed in New York City. That's where I lived. Uh, was um, Times Square, and in Times Square in 2007, one of the biggest places to go to was Tower Records. So when you went into Tower Records, there were tons of great records, great merchandise, and lots of different things. Uh, Tower Records used to be in the Philippines as well, but it it kind of you know left already. But Tower Records in 2007 in Times Square was the place was the place to visit. And when I went in there, I saw shelves upon shelves of nothing but clearance Game Boy Advance micros. We're talking like uh, originally they were selling for $100. They were selling for 50 bucks and you know, you could just take as many as you wanted. Yeah. Back in 2007, I had no money. I only, I couldn't afford any. I wanted to buy about three or four of them, but I didn't have mm. money. I was only able to buy one. And that quickly became my favorite handheld on the go as I went but you know it, to my eternal regret because I didn't have any money back in 2007 I would have cleared out every single Game Boy Advance Micro in Tower Records if I had the money back then and if if, if, if I was if I if, if I had a time machine I'd have gone back to my 2007 self whacked him on the back of the head and said borrow as much money as you can from whoever you can buy all those Game Boy Advance micros because it's one of the very best handhelds you will ever That's ever absolutely have. right you're absolutely <laughs> right and, and I remember E3 2005 Reggie Phil Zanes he mm. pulled it out he, he was obviously shown, showcasing the Nintendo DS and the, the Game Boy Advance speaker and he pulled this out mm. and this and he goes, look, we have a two and a half to one advantage over the Sony PSP. That's what this is. Mm. He said it. He said it. And that's it's not in his words. He said that. And this is this is our market, and we're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And that's what this was It was a flop. Let's be honest. It was a flop. But it was there yeah. for the women. It was actually marketed at young children and women. It was sixty nine ninety nine here on, in Europe when it came out. And again, it was clearance in my own shop. I wish I had bought it. But even then, I'm like you. I didn't have a lot of money. I was a poor student. You know, but I, I, I worked in the shop, I got a discount, I managed to get one, this is the one, and I managed to collect the other ones afterwards when I was earning a bit more money. But the price of these things are ridiculous now, it's just how much money, but they're such a good quality handheld battery life, and it's truly portable. Everyone goes on about the Switch being a great console, I can't put it in my pocket, I can put this in my pocket, there we go. Now, try to, pocket, try to put your switch, switch in your 
Yeah, try to put your switch in your pocket and you'll just look like an idiot. Okay. Listen, so Joel, I'm with you. This is actually probably the most versatile, best handheld. That handheld, you can, that's portable, that you can take with you with an amazing battery life of eight hours plus. Plus and, that. And that's the reason why Amber Nick is still following this form factor. All right. There we go. So bringing it back to Joel, take it away, Joel. Uh, uh, it's, this is at the tail end of the uh, of the broadcast. We went over our two hour our two hour deadline, but yes, Joe, please, so, right, bring so, us home. Um, let's just do a bit of a flexing here. Since, well, they're already <laughs> okay. out. Um, we got some loose cuts here. I got out of random. I don't know why I have these. And we got uh, Mega Man Battle Network Four. Nice. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Is it red? Is it red song? It, it's red. Uh, yes, uh, it is red. Because there are two versions. And Breath of Fire two. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Okay, Capcom port for the SNES. Yeah. And I got Final Fantasy five. Oh, five is good. Oh, five is Final good. Fantasy four. I don't have six. Oh, yeah. Just the best one apparently. Mm-hmm. And but then, of course, uh, back in the um, back in the late two thousands, I loved Yu Gi Oh. Of course. So, uh, after watching the first season, second season, Battle City, I cannot get enough of Yu-Gi-Oh. So, um, I played the Yu-Gi-Oh. Game. I learned playing Yu-Gi-Oh. But watching the then when the em- uh, when emulation for the from the Game Boy Advance became more available, I played the games. So we got right here the Eternal Duelist Soul. Nice. We got. Seven Trials to Glory, and then we got the Sacred Cards, and then we also got World Championship 2004. All right. Uh, I activate my trap card, dibs. I joke. Just <laughs> <laughs> and the only Yu-Gi-Oh game that I got with complete in box, which is the Yu-Gi-Oh GX, the mm. Ultimate Masters Edition. Nice. World Championship wow. Tournament 2006, the PAL version of it. Very nice. Box. Very nice. Well, I have and a question, Sergio. Is it that yeah. like a limited? Is it that like a limited edition for that, the Master Edition? Um, in terms of if there are, uh, there should be cards in this. Yeah, which, I was say it should be cards. Um, and I and and, use the Konami code. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, use the Konami code for that. And of course, um. For the Game Boy Advance, of course, I played the best JRPG, the Game Boy Advance, turn-based anyway, the mm. best turn-based JRPG that the Game Boy Advance could offer, your Golden oh, Sun. The Golden yeah. Sun. Oh. Yes, Viraj showed his copy. Wow. Why is he yeah. so shiny? You've got, like, glitter on your American versions. This is the glittery. We don't have yes. the glitter. Uh, he's, he's, he's got the... No, 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 this is the US versions. Yeah, he's got the oh, shiny foil so, version, Viraj. I don't have that. Possibly you got the North America version. I have that because of my green screen have that. And of course, uh, this is the and this is the third time this game will be featured on this uh, on this episode because um, I would uh, I would like Sir Dan to be proud of me as well. Yeah, we got oh Fantasy Star Collection one, two, and three. The yeah. PAL edition of the PAL edition as well, that, and that I got for, this. Yeah, that goes for a lot I got money. this on the um, on the Sydney. Retro video game market a while back. Mm. Ah, you got a good deal. Good so deal. then approved. As far as the Game Boy Advance is concerned, I got a red one, mm. 
I got the modified version uh, with uh, with the backlit okay, one. Yeah, okay, mm. LED. Yeah. Nice. And an SP, a box SP as well. Nice. Very oh, cool. nice. In regarding uh, one, with my oh, um, one thing very quickly. If we, I just want to touch it. It's something that just skipped my mind. Remember on the GameCube, there was a Game Boy Advance player. So that's oh, yes. you could play Game Boy Advance games through a TV. So if you want the big screen experience, there was an add-on where you'd have like a disc in the box. You'd install the player. You put the player underneath, and you can play Game Boy Advance games through your TV via game. I do have the player right there. Heck, there's oh. there's even some kind of. DVD player with a Game Boy attachment to it. I completely forget what what it's it's called, but it's a yeah. DVD player with a screen on top, and you can play yes. Game Boy Advance games on it. I have no idea yeah. what it is. If I had ever find if I had ever found out something about that when it was still available, I would yeah. have gotten it. But anyway, Joe, finish it up. And thank you, sir Dan, for the salute. Mm, there you go. You know, yeah. I always look for your approval. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, for for my two games. <laughs> Uh, I've already spoke about the Yu-Gi-Oh games way back for the GBA, so I'm going to shed some light on the Japanese side of things. Mm. Um, so I haven't really spoke about this game in full detail. So the first one would be Angelic Layer for the Game Boy Advance Japan. Mm. Uh, this is a Japanese release. So uh, during the late '90s and the early 2000s. Um, Anime studios, no, not no. Scratch that. Anime studios or or manga conglomerates would uh, would greenlit anime or 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 other multimedia um, assets. Video games are also uh, are also uh, are also included just to maximize on their earning potential in regarding with their IP. So uh, with this, oh, sorry. So uh, so with this one. You got, um, you got your fur. Uh, you got Misaki Suzuhara. So this is the game released by Clamp originally on the manga. Clamp, guys, to all of you manga readers, uh, you, you know Clamp. Mm, so yeah. they released the anime. Uh, they released the manga and the anime back in 2004. And this was the time when I was in college. I was uh, I was into I was really into anime back then. I watched the anime first, actually, and I got so entranced with the show that when I found out that there was a game for Angelic Player, I became interested in it. So I so I went ahead, and this was during the time of the emulation, right? Japanese only, unfortunately. Mm. But I was able to learn uh, the game, um, you know. Uh, barely so by watching the uh, by watching the anime at least i already know what's going uh, what's going to happen i already know the I, I basically i know the basic premise of the story so all i have to do now is to learn the gameplay so mm. the gameplay is you're controlling this living dolls the, these are mobile dolls like actual mobile dolls like this big right so and there and then there's this called uh, uh this stage called angela player so uh, the characters throw uh, uh, will throw these dolls inside the layer, and they will become alive as long as they st as long as they uh, remain inside the layer, right? So the gameplay will be it's a turn-based strategy-ish uh, kind of game, rhythm. So how, how should I say this? How should I say this? So it's a strategy turn-based rhythm, rhythm mm. because you have your you have your move list there. If you can see, 
And then once you chose your moves, then you need to press a series of combinations of buttons just to pull it off. Think of it like Legend of Dragoon. Like if you miss one button, then the move doesn't pull off. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times if you're not, uh, if you, oh, sorry, the screen right there. So if you're not, if you're not fast enough, if you're too late or if you're too early, then your character will do nothing. So it, it it took a while of getting used to with the controls, but the game is not that difficult. Uh, as long as you're uh, as long as you're winning your matches, you're winning your free battles. You eventually get ex- uh, not really uh, maybe experience points or 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 whatever currency that they ha- uh, that they have. You can go to the store and upgrade your equipment, whether to increase your attack. Or with your increase your agility to dodge or to evade the the opponent's moves against you, or to buy new moves. Um, of course, uh, the, the better the moves that you got, the better chance of winning. So there are two ways to defeat your opponent here: knock them out completely, mm. or toss them out the to- toss them out out of the layer because so it's a ring out. Mm-hmm. It's a ring out. Because as long as they're inside, they're still good to go. Mm-hmm. And and so I was able to finish this game back in what 2006, 2007. And just to prepare for this show, and I said, okay, maybe I'll just revisit the game. And I end up finishing the game yet again. <laughs> um, so it's one of the it's one of one of those uh, games that one of my guilty pleasure games for the for the Game Boy Advance. Maybe because I fell in, uh, because I still love the anime. I can still vividly remember. Mm-hmm. Um, for all of you guys, uh, I uh, who who will be uh, who uh, I cannot even give the, the game justice enough. I, I'm selling this game to you. Mm-hmm. If, uh, if 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 not for the show, uh, the anime or the manga, at least play the game. Sure, mm-hmm. it's on it's in Japanese, but I would suggest watching the anime first. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's a, um, the subs are there. The the anime. It's been subbed. It's available uh, if you know how to find it. Wink, wink. <laughs> and yes, everything will everything will will be not as tedious when you're going to play the game because as long as you know the story, mm-hmm. you can play the. Uh, all you have to focus now is is the game, the gameplay. Mm-hmm. You don't have uh, you don't have to worry about the story, and they don't really tackle everything. Uh, as far as the manga is concerned, the anime is concerned, they, they, they didn't really tackle most of the story, uh, porting everything in this game. Uh, in the game, they just took uh, the basic plot. They didn't. Uh, they didn't focus on the others, uh, on the other characters. They didn't really focus on character building. It's just one uh, one opponent after another. If you can see the screen right there, that's uh, that's the anime show that you can, uh, that. Um, that I'm projecting right now in the screen. Mm-hmm. So, if, whether it's the manga, the anime, or the game, uh, give Angelic Layer a shot. Um, the other game that I'm going to focus now is something called Magical Vacation. So, Magical Vacation is um, was released back in the late 2000s, mid 2000s, a studio called Brownie Brown. Basically, they are the guys who came up with the Legend of Mana game. So, mm. um, so they got so they uh, they got out from SquareSoft, formed their own company, 
and created this uh, this one. So if you're going to play this game, it it will remind you of the Legend of Mana games, especially during the Super Famicom days. Look at the uh, look at the aesthetic here. It kind of it kind of does remind you of uh, of a, 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 a Super Famicom. Mm, uh, it certainly does. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So that's right there. So the the story is um, so you uh, you are going to be presented with either a male protagonist or a female protagonist. A male protagonist will be uh, means that your character will have more HP, health points. Mm. If you choose a female uh, female protagonist, then you'll have more magic points, MP. Mm-hmm. So depending, and I, I and I choose the girl, of course. <laughs> I feel pretty. <laughs> And so the basic premise is: so your character is being ostracized by everyone because you're the only one who can see spirits. So, and then one day, uh, a principal of the magic school approaches you for your being, uh, for you being, uh, for your being such a unique person, enrolls you to his magical academy. So, and you're enrolled in this academy. You meet your classmates, and then. It's uh, you know this uh, this tropes are Joel. They go to a trip. You know you know how how uh, how high school high oh, school yeah. um, animes or manga would go on a uh, on a two three, uh, three day two nights trip somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is basically it. So they are uh, so they are going to a uh, an educational trip, going to uh, going to a beach somewhere, and what. The I never allow my not, daughter. Yeah. I didn't. I never allow <laughs> my daughter. Anyway, <laughs> and what the faculty is not telling you that there are certain anomalies going on in that pitch, but you keep on going there anyway. <laughs> so the unsuspecting I never allow my daughter. Go there. <laughs> yeah. So the unsuspecting students still go there for some reason, <clears throat> and then shit just gets loose. Okay. Monsters. <laughs> Start attacking all of your classmates, and then you're the only one who survives. No, I'm sorry, you're the only one who's left. So okay. you're, so you're, so you're being tasked right now to search your classmates one by one because the monsters took them somewhere, abducted mm-hmm. them somewhere. So that's the uh, so that's the basic premise that I can uh, that, that I can tell you. The game is originally in Japanese, so what you're seeing right there is an English patch. Of the game, so it's available. Magical mm. Vacation English oh, patch. Okay. So, so what you're seeing right there, and it, so unfortunately, it wasn't. It didn't get a uh, Western release. Oh, so turn based. The maximum characters that you can that you can control six, and each character represents a, a different kind of element: uh, earth, fire, wind, water, wood, sound, light, darkness, plant, wood, something like that. everything. And you can only control six, right? So. The uh, as the as the as the story progresses, you'll meet your classmates one by one. So it's up to you now to choose the which best combination of characters that you want to control as you progress with the story. Uh, there are uh, each one has pros and cons. Uh, who's better on what magic? Uh, who's better in attacking normally? Who's better on attacking? On a um, on a group like a like uh, like a wide area of effect magic stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Who's the best healer? And what makes this game unique on its own? You get to collect spirits. So your character speaks to spirits, right? Different kind of elemental spirits. And the more the more spirits that you have, you can summon them. Mm-hmm. And 
let's uh, and the damage is exponential. That's for example, if you have one water spirit, the dam and you do a, a simple water ball spell, mm -hmm. the damage is two. So one spirit times two equals two. If mm. you got two spirits, then the damage is being squared. So the mm. damage is four. four. If you have three, multiply that again. Two mm -hmm. times two times two. Mm -hmm. If you got four, two times two times two times two. That's four. Oh, wow. So it's, okay. it's exponential. So <clears throat> the more same spirits that you get, the more you summon them, the greater the uh, the, da the, damage, uh, the damage will be. Mm. The drawback unfortunately that means and you cannot summon them um you can't summon them spontaneously you need to summon them one by one hmm. so it takes a little bit of a strategy on okay who gets to summon them because you know um so one character will be summon uh, will be summoning all of the spirits one by one while the others are attacking uh, just so that you can uh, just so that you can character dish out the heaviest magic that you uh, that you can provide so you got uh, you got your simple attack, your magic attack, your defend, your item, and then escape. So, um, so for all of you JRPG guys who are um, who are who are already who are already finished with the Golden Sun series, uh, Final Fantasy series, and you want something a little bit more, uh, you, you want something turn based and reminds you of the SNES era, Super Famicom aesthetics, then you can go with Magical Vacation. You can uh, you can download the English patches. It's available. Yeah, so great, that's great. it for me. Or you could just get Shining Soul and Shining Soul 2. That's another one. But there's so many RPG so uh, Agree. So many yeah, the, the GBA is a, an, an RPG powers, a powerhouse, I have to admit. All right, excellent. Thank you very much, guys. That is basically our episode for Game Boy Advance. Um, what can I say? Uh, we we have oh, barely... sorry, Jonathan is correct. Uh, mm -hmm. It's parabolic. Parabolic. <laughs> to the power yeah. of N. There you go. There you mm -hmm. go. And Toby Caperal says, uh, "What game is is that? That's Magical Vacation for the Magical Game Boy Advance. Vacation." All right. Thank you very much to everybody who is here. Thank you very much, especially to the chats. That is our show for today. The Game Boy Advance. We have barely touched, uh, scratched the surface of the Game Boy uh, games because if we actually started delving into it, we it would be a multiple, multiple hour, multiple episode show with so many different games that we can talk about. And uh, there's something for everybody. So the Game Boy Advance, again, one of my personal most favorite mobile gaming devices. It is the uh, the it is the, the handheld that I bring with me when I run out the door uh, uh, to bring along with me uh, to one of the shopping expeditions where I have to sit around and wait for hours while she chooses whatever she wants to buy. And yes, uh, so many games available for it. It's 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 so well known and yet so underrated. And so yeah. many games on it just yeah. flew under the radar. I highly recommend that people start checking it out. So I am going to end it here and I am going to pass it off to Joe to, to bring us home and to say thank you to everybody. All right, we will do our sh uh, our shameless plugs. Uh, let's start with Sir Pao. Where can they find you? Where can they find Be Besides here in my classroom, mm -hmm. it's me, Sir Pao, streaming on Facebook, on YouTube, and Twitch, and also on Kick, streaming whenever I can, mostly at night. And right, right now, I 
I got myself hooked back in playing Diablo 2. So I hope you could follow my playthrough. And I'll be going back to my certain to my certain backlogs thanks to this episode that I have that I have to continue the three Pokemon games that I left behind. And I'm gonna add one to the mix. Alright, thank you for that, Sir Pao. How about Miss Enzin Porta? Uh, hi everybody, you can find me on Twitch the TV slash as Porter. Um, I've been quite inactive with streaming, unfortunately, but I hope to stream again sometime in the near future for my first year anniversary of being a Twitch affiliate. So for the meantime, check out all the other PRG streamers for gaming content. Alright, thank you for that, Ms. Ensign Porter. How about Sir JDM? Yes, uh, one Marcos of 123Go, you can catch me on Twitch, 123Go Retro. Um, recently, I haven't been uh, playing uh, streaming. I do sporadic uh, stream, but I'll try my best to get back to the uh, regular schedule. I usually stream Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays around the afternoon here, Philippine time. So I hope you could check me out, guys. And also my co-streamers here on Pinoy Retro Games. Rock on! Yeah! Rock on! Yeah! Rock and roll! Yes, Honoka. So, uh, hi guys, Honoka99 here. Uh, you can actually see me on Facebook, Twitch, and I'll be also uh, trying to uh, stream as one kick. And also, I do have also a YouTube channel, which also I am a rhythm gamer. Uh, if you wanted to actually watch me see my streams on YouTube, uh, playing music games and Japanese music games, so do give um, us a follow. And I hope you guys ever everyone here joined here the gpa podcast i really do appreciate it and also do follow our one of our uh, co-streamers like pinoy retro gaming so thank you thank you guys so much all right thank you for that miss honoka and of course the man of the hour oh i'm sorry the man of man of three hours sir viraj very specific i hope uh, I'm glad. I hope you enjoyed watching the show as much as I enjoyed participating. Mm-hmm. That. Um, you can find me on the Sega Genesis group on Facebook. I usually talk with Sedan, who's as well. Um, all, all I will say, I can't, can't announce it yet, but I'm about to start a YouTube channel with Sid. Uh, but that's as much as I'm going to find. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll, we'll mention it next time I come on here. But you will find me on the, the Sega Genesis Facebook. I'm actually predominantly a Sega, to be honest, to be here. Um, but yeah, that's what you mean. But again, once again, thanks again for tuning in. All right, all right. Thank you for that, Sir Viraj. And of course, the one who led the show for this evening, Sir Joe. All right. Thank you very much, everybody. Uh, we very much hope that you enjoyed this uh, little showcase of ours of Game Boy Advance, uh, one of my most favorite handheld uh, gaming sims of all time. Thank you very much to everybody in the chat. I, I will just uh, say thank you to everybody in general. And uh, thank you very much to our panelists. Uh, I am the Pinoy Gamer Broad of the Banyaganated Facebook Gaming Channel. Not streaming on Facebook anymore. Hashtag FUFB. Uh, I am yes. streaming on Twitch.tv yes. under Native and on Kick.com. So please check me out over there. Please check out the Pinoy Retro Gaming Facebook uh, Facebook channel uh, for, for excellent streamers. Much, much better streamers than I am. And uh, our Twitch channel and our archive in Timeless Gamer PRG. Take it away, John. All right, thank you for that. And just a few annou- uh, a few announcements in regarding with uh, with Timeless Gamer. So, starting June, uh, Timeless Gamer will be uh, will be moving to a new time slot. It will be on Saturdays, starting eleven p.m. 
Manila time. Uh, this is just an experiment, just uh, just so that we can accommodate uh, potential guest panels on our future episodes. And the second announcement will be Serviraj will be officially joining in the Thomas Gamer uh, panel. Oh, yes. Yes. Thank you, Thank yes. You for, oh my God. More show and tell. Yes. More shows and tell. He has proven more. Uh, he he has he has proven more than enough um, mm. that even me, Sir Ray, and Sir Joel combined cannot even compare to what he has. Yes, I raise my <laughs> in I his raise gaming my collection. No, no, <laughs> yeah, I raise my hands to Barrage. No, you put me on a pedestal. You all have. Listen, <laughs> we. Listen, we all have our histories with how we game. Not one person is master of everything. That's mm. the truth. I might have a lot of Game Boy Advance knowledge, but I tell you what, you guys probably have a lot more Sony PlayStation. That's the truth. Um, that is true. <laughs> there we go. So, listen, all right. True. There we go. But thank you. Thank you. And thank you all that. And thank you again for everyone who stayed there in the chat. Uh, Sir Kurt, Sir Dan. We will be mm. expecting Sir Dan uh, soon. Uh, Baru uh, Naroika is there. Yes, Thanks very much for hanging around. Sir Toby and Sir Jarkus. Thank you, thank you. And our brothers and sisters on the Pinoy Retro Gaming uh, who, who were here earlier. Sir Derek, uh, Pinoy um, Retro Gaming Times for the Raid. Thank you all so much. And our games and, and our games and bodies may grow out of date. But our gaming experiences will forever remain. Hey! Timeless. 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 All right. Timeless. See you guys again Let's next go. time. Bye. Bye. Everyone. Thank you. Thank Bye. you everyone for Thank joining you. in.